Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! Who's Gentlemen, welcome to episode 144 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. It is December 6th, 2020, and what can I say? Wow, knee rockets. Today, we're cruising past the Tingle Arm and Tython as we discuss some appearances, some reappearances, and some possible future appearances on this latest episode of The Mandalorian Amongst Our Weekly Star Wars Adventures. And taking you on this grand adventure are four scruffy dudes, myself. My name is Jimmy Dice. With me over here in the great state of Maine, Mr. Ed Bosshart. What's up, buddy? Hey. Ooh. If you see in that chain code, I'm happy to be here. Sure, sure. Did you translate it? I did not. Did somebody do that? I'm, that, sure, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure somebody did. Yet. Yeah, somebody must have, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Someone's on it right now. It probably uh, says, so, like, ha-ha, sucker, you spent the time to translate this. That's what it says. Oh, my God, they totally spelled the name wrong. Anyways, <laughs> over in the UK, you've heard him already jingling around with his knee. One of our scruffy dudes, Mr. Kev Garbett. How's Forrest this week, my man? Jimmy. What's up? <laughs> Jimmy. Yes. <laughs> Forest right. to shit, mate. Forest to shit. Keep going. <laughs> Move on. Have Not we have we won bad. the true and false? Already? You, you know what? That's already done. That's finished. Is it really? That is yeah. Wow. That's that's gone. We've lost way more than what we can I win mean, now with only two episodes to go. Um you know what? I'm quite thankful for the Mandalorian because I don't I'm sick of watching shit. Football wise, I was gonna say I saw it coming because that's what I predicted. But yeah, Ed, you could have told me, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I mean, pretty much is the only true and false one that I know for sure that I actually got. Yeah, right. I think that's the only one I got. Right. Everything else. Do you know? Do you, do you know what's really bizarre Can is that go? looking at the fixtures from all that thing. If I'd have like really looked at them, we had absolutely fucking no chance of winning more than <laughs> no chance. But I was kind of bowed over in the absolute giddiness of getting a brand new manager thinking we might do it but we failed like spectacularly you had absolutely. a bout of amnesia yes yes yeah. and 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 that little little bit of adult optimism that was absolutely <laughs> vigorously crushed within a few games that's all gone back to uh, all right, well, skepticism is this this sounds like your uh, optimism with star wars sometimes well, speaking of skepticism, uh, one of the last of our merry band members, please welcome Mr. Chris Hall. What's going on, man? 
I'm a simple man making my way through the galaxy. Like oh, my father is. before me. There it is. <laughs> Great. It's beautiful. Well, there it is, and there we have it, folks. We are these scruffy-looking podcasters. Now we're going to go through our weeks in Star Wars because so much has happened. Boy, Kev, you know, I think you have some of the biggest news this week. I've had a, I've had a weird old week. Are you sitting down, boys? Because this could take sure. a while. This could take. No, I, I stand a podcast. Hour. I stand a podcast. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, yeah? start your clock. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, give me that bottle of Spotchka over there. I'm ready. <laughs> so, you know you know how in this bright, wonderful world we live in, fate, fate sometimes plays a little bit of a card for you, doesn't it? So, as you know, last week, boys, there was a big, a big, 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 big announcement for me where I ordered a, a new TV. And... I went to work, you know, it was said like it was going to come on Thursday, and it's like, I went to work as per normal. And then on Tuesday, um, my little track and trace COVID-19 app goes off. Basically, and I've got to be honest, I don't know if I was delighted or scared or not, that said I'd been in contact with who had had COVID, and I immediately had to go home and genuinely self-isolate for 10 days i was like this is an absolute result i was like i've got a brand new tv coming and i've got <laughs> now i want to put pay to the rumor that i was like genuinely looking for people that had covid in order to get this time <laughs> off work please <laughs> I, I could categorically deny that happened so um yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, you, you you told us you're getting a new TV, and suddenly you're going door to door trying to sell your business. Coincidence, mate. Pure and utter coincidence. Let me stress that right now. I don't, I don't want anybody spreading any false rumors. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in a period of, of self-isolation until uh, next week. And then, uh, but I kind of I had to break that self-isolation a little bit um, because long story my tv came on thursday right but i couldn't it, it arrived but i couldn't sit up because i had a new tv unit being delivered and that my new tv wouldn't fit on the old one so i couldn't actually play it so on saturday i've got like a new tv unit coming which i needed to put in put the tv and set everything up right this is going somewhere, by the way, about this breaking self-isolation. Because I get an alert saying it's going to be arriving between half past three and half past six. Now, Chris, you know Yodel are not the best, you know, Yodel delivery. Um, yes. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my app, my road. I've had stuff delivered before that's gone to the wrong address, and I can see the wrong address. I'm checking the app, and it's saying, right, it's about half past five, and it's one stop away. And I'm like, I am not missing out on this. So, and I'm like, it's, I reckon it's going to go to the wrong address. Now, outside of my bedroom window, I can see the address of where, the, you know, where they've delivered before, like the wrong address. So, 
This is absolutely 25 past five Saturday night, boys. I'm looking out my bedroom window with my phone watching an app, and it's saying it's on the street that's like one stop away. So I've watched, I've watched it count down from about five stop. It's at this house, mate. Right, lads, it's at this house. And the dot on the map, I'm in my bedroom. It did not move, right, for 20 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, it's this guy. Has he, like, took a break? I reckon he took a break. It's possible, And yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, like, looking at my app, and then he starts moving. And I'm like, oh, I'm a bit excited here. This is all pretty good. And he stops at the house where I knew he was going to stop, you know, like the wrong delivery. This is about five to six last night. So I had to run out of my house. Oh, my God. To go and run down the road to get the delivery driver to deliver me the fucking TV stand at that time at night. (laughs) So I literally broke my self-isolation to get my TV stand. And it was like, it's completely worth it. So (laughs) my week is... Get back to my week is... I... Started. It's all right. I, I, I killed seven people, but I got the TV <laughs> stuff. It's fine. <laughs> mate, that's how I'm looking at it, mate. Because this TV is like everything now. I've got for, I've got like five, six, seven days left. So I begun. I have now last night begun my 4K watch, and I did that initial thing when you set everything up, and it took me forever. It took. Oh, mate, Ed, you've got 4K telly, haven't you? All it's them. it's fucking amazing yeah but you know but you know like a while though i will say in some shows you can see where they skimped yeah like some scenes i've seen it in the mandalorian a little bit like wow they're really blurring those edges you know the Mm. background stuff so we don't see shit but you can really see that in 4k so it's like noticeable well i um I don't know if this is good or bad, but I, I, I started like going through my 4K Blu-ray collection. But then I did mention that like I'm doing my Star Wars 4K box set in order. So guess what the very, very first film that I watched in 4K? This is the best film ever made. Yeah, <laughs> Phantom Menace. TPM. Phantom Menace. Oh, mate. Yeah, that was starting it. Mate. It, Wait, was it really? Yeah. Genuinely, No. Mate. I thought so you'd throw first, Empire on. No? I put that on first. I did have a look at that first. But then I put Fury Road on. I put Matt Max Fury Road on. Holy. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 4K on that, mate. Oh, man. I was. Mm. That's mental. But then I decided to. I'm doing my 4K pocket. So it was TPM. Start to finish. No break. Saturday night. And it was, uh, yeah, as they say, it may be in 4K, but you can't polish a turn, you boys. Do you know what I'm... You can't what? Polish a what? <laughs> a turd. Polish a turd. No, I'll tell you what, though. Oh, do you know what? That bloody Samuel Jackson bit at the end, mate, it's still outrageous. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm 4K'd up. Uh, Attack of the Clones will be next. Um, so that's all sorted. Ah. Attack of the Clones, mate. It's good. It's a good film. <laughs> One other thing, and I'm Chris. I'm looking forward to you. Oh, what? for fuck's sake! I forgot all about this. What? 
Oh, 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 mate, you broke a character already, mate. Come on. Come on, you mate. You shithead. Do you know what? I really love Amazon. I think they're fucking amazing. I think Absolute just... bunch of cunts. What a, what a company. Because I had Jeff another... Bo- Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yeah, this is another board. hypocrisy, Kev, moment. Yeah. Mate, this is not. This is, this is from the heart. This is from the heart, Ed. From the heart. Because <laughs> I got my pre-order of a book that we, I ordered back in June of the art of the Mandalorian. Ooh. So we know we love these art books. As, as yours, Chris. You got... <laughs> it's been delayed, mate. It's been delayed till the uh, 27th of January. What? Why? Because, um, yeah, I don't know. Kev, 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 come human. on. How rude. <laughs> that, that was appropriate, mate, watching him in 4K. Whoa, glorious. What a sight to behold. But it did have 4K tarpaul, so everything was sort of worked out all right. Uh, so yeah, so... Um, Kev, you know, if in week when you're isolating... And you look out your window, and there's a, there's a cloaked figure on your drive with a gaffy stick on his back, <gasps> and and he's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm here for the book. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you're like, which one? Is this not your book? <laughs> I want my book. <laughs> the one you got from Amazon. It belongs to me. <laughs> Just check the chain code. Yeah, this is yeah, this is now. Right. So, yeah, I will be. I am. I've looked through it, mate. Oh my god, it's oh, absolutely stunning. I don't know. That'd be um, that'd be a pretty cool face-off because then you know Kevin take his air rifle out. You can fuck right off. Not in on the chips. Fucking blow your head off, prick. <laughs> <laughs> if you dare try to touch, grab that from him. Oh yeah, do it. I'll have a fucking get my fat helmet on with it and all. Oh, <laughs> Standing outside top window. Come on oh, then, buddy. Fucking fat. So, oh. yeah, that's it. That's that's my week, boys. That's my oh, slowly but surely week. So, because there's nothing else to do, because I'm in fucking self isolation. So, yeah. Nice. All right. Wow. Well, you can just, I guess, keep on staying there 10 minutes, 51 seconds. Well, I guess I'll go next. Um, didn't have too much of my, big, my week of Star Wars, except I have a real nice delivery that I mentioned Ooh. last week because I flashed my uh, UPS, USPS tag in the mail. Yeah. yeah. So I got my beautiful Quit Drive Yards imperial class star destroyer inktober sketch from my very man mr chris hall and my tie <gasps> interceptor from mr chris hall inktober that was on day 13 autographed and signed um so very excited to put those up they look beautiful dude you're welcome jimmy are they both signed <laughs> um actually only one is signed kev now that you mention it uh only the tie interceptor is signed you want me to sign that other one for you mate i'll happily sign it next time you oh. This one, yeah, yeah. by Kevin Garbutt. Absolutely, yep. artwork I'll... by Kevin Garth. <laughs> yeah. Put it next to Vice Rod. So, wait, are you saying? Mention... Are you saying the artist forgot to sign his work? Yeah, it looks like it could have been like a photocopy piece of paper. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Save that for save that for uh, December 25th. Uh, you're right. Let me save it for my Amazon <laughs> <the> review. <laughs> one star. <laughs> oh my god, seriously though, these did come Listen. out so nice. 
Enough of this bullshit. Should we have a chat? We should sit down and have a chat about this. Let's but... have a chat. <laughs> it came out beautiful. I know that others were pining for the TIE Interceptor and ISD. Sorry, Josh. But uh, I got to it first. <laughs> uh, also, been playing a little Squadrons. Um, really excited. Can't wait for the, again, the uh, B-Wing and TIE Defender release to come out. For crying Ooh. out loud, get it. When is that? Uh, it should be in the next week or so. Um, it's coming out pretty soon. I don't know the exact date. I'd get nice. a really chance to play too many video games this week, unfortunately. But uh, life gets in the way, you know, work and stuff. But also, my week in Star Trek, uh, Season 3, Episode 8, Sanctuary. We get to see the elusive Osira from the Emerald Syndicate, and that's pretty much it from that. Mm, thanks um, for that, Jimmy. I've not seen that episode yet. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> fucking spoilering. Motherfucker. Hey, you know what? I guess what? Tell you what? You see Osira from the Emerald Syndicate in the trailer for the episode. So don't uh, fuck not, yourself. But, I, uh, John... <laughs> <laughs> I did know about it, to be honest. But I hadn't had a chance to watch it yet, which is absolutely appalling, isn't it? Considering I'm that is been, appalling. Like... I tell you what, I mean, you've been oh. too busy breaking out of uh, self-isolation. Uh, you're out oh. in the wild there. But I watching what, watching I mean, those X-rated shit in 4K. I know what's going on. <laughs> VR Pornhub. What's up, Chris? Oh, Jimmy, yeah. you've been you've been working working full time, uh, looking after your daughter, running a household, and taking care of your wife, mate. Still got time for fucking Star Trek Discovery. Kevin yeah. Gob, you've got no fucking excuse, mate. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's right. You don't have child. Um, I got no kids. Got no wife. I, I, got no wild, no kids, I got no work. I got no work. I got nothing. But I've just been a lazy bastard. And it's I just mean, you not got happened. all this money. Dude, buy a PC. Just buy a PC. Then we can play Star Wars Squadrons together. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, just a real kind of cool, chill week. I've already rewatched this episode of The Mandalorian like last week's. I think it's Sunday afternoon recording now. I must have rewatched it eight, nine times already. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ, that episode's only like 18 and a half minutes long. It's quick. You could like watch it eight times while you're eating lunch. Anyways. I knew it. That's can't. Let's put that down. Every time Jimmy moans about how long this episode is, that's one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, mark it. But yeah, that's pretty much uh, my week in Star Wars. So, uh, Ed, why don't you take us away? Uh, Chris. 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 Yeah, Chris, please take it away. I'm sorry. I had a wrong, wrong. I had all my uh, <laughs> wires crossed. The blue wire was supposed to go where the red one is. The red one was supposed to go where the blue one is. Okay, Grogu. Yeah. Grogu! Take up your shit! Grogu! <laughs> yeah, so come on, man. Mr. Chris Hall, take us away. Chris is not here tonight, okay? We get some kiwi instead? <laughs> kiwi. <laughs> uh, not much from me this week, boys. I'm busy, innit? Busy. Busy working, busy home life. Shit's just busy at the minute. But I've um, I've got some more Rebels in on a few of my lunch breaks. Ooh. I'm not going to lie. Again, I fucking love this. It's brilliant. I'm yeah. absolute, I don't know if it's just because I'm buzzing my tits off on Star Wars at the minute or the fact that I can see things, seeds that have been planted in this that pay off later on in other things. And it's just great. Rex is back now full time. Um, that's a wicked episode. That is when they go and find Rex mm-hmm. and uh, them 
ATS, they eighty eighties are like the, in the desert and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, the clone. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It's well cool. The walkers. Um, but yes, loving that. Um, as Kev's mentioned, my book didn't turn up on day of release. I got an email saying it's been delayed. <laughs> um, so Amazon's decided not to le- deliver the art book to the artist, but to uh, deliver it to the wanker. <laughs> So the proper artist. Fucking yeah, lanky they, wanker. The, the lanky to bastard the, here. To the piss head. Yeah. You know what, Chris? <laughs> he hasn't even fucking opened it yet, probably. Oh, no, this is the first time right here. Oh, look, look at that. You oh, feeling it cracking open? Work. It's cracking look right now. Look at that. Oh, mate, that's beautiful. Look at the color. It's fucking But glorious. listen, listen, listen. There's um, no need for bloodshed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, Kev, you've, there's something you forgot to mention about MoFi. Yeah, um, Kevin Garber oh. kindly uh, snagged for both of us the uh, Mondo <gasps> release of the special extended edition of the solo soundtrack on vinyl. Ooh. Did indeed, didn't you, mate? With Ooh. the with the hyperspace splatter vinyl. Doesn't that sound you know, really, sexy? What? Really, really funny. Like Kev's like, do you want me to get you one? I was like, how much is it? Because um, it's the artwork's amazing. Like the front of it is like picture of them all done really stylized in the mm-hmm. cockpit, mm-hmm. and it's the sleeve is cut out, so it's like the windows of the Falcon cockpit, um, and they're they're on the inner sleeve. If that makes sense, um, it's really cool. And Kev, anyway, Kev text is like, "There's two versions, mate. Which one do you want? Do you want the the hyperspace colored splatter vinyl or the black one?" <laughs> and I'm like. You're it's like, not even a question. Just, did you just say splatter? Question, it? Yeah, it went, a, it went a little quiet for a minute, and then he was just like, yeah. "It's not even a question, it's not, is it? It's not even I'm a question, like, is it? mate. It is. <laughs> it's a genuine question. I'll let Kev tell you because it's still is. Like, well, I'll have one no, if you're making on. one. Go on, mate. Go on. <laughs> sorry, mate. <laughs> no, you're not. You're always fucking talking over me. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. Oh, come on. <laughs> So he says, do you want the coloured version or do you want the black one? I was like, that's not even a question, mate. He's like, well, well it is. Because I was like, of course, I, well, I want the coloured one. He's like, well, some people prefer black vinyl because they say it sounds better. I was like, listen, mate, I'm only buying it for artwork. It's a solo soundtrack. I'm not going to fucking listen to it, am I? Oh, <laughs> It's a great rewatch uh, right dude, now. Dude, it's Jimmy's favourite movie right now. Right now. <laughs> I of did course, I'll listen to it. <laughs> I did love that response, though, mate. He's like, I'm not going to fucking listen to it, am I? <laughs> I just want to look at it. Oh, yeah. That's the thing, like, like with 4K movies. Kev bought them all. And then, you know, I'm not going to watch them. Ed, planning ahead, mate. It's not... It's planning ahead. See, now I can, like, just spend... The next seven days of isolation. Opening watching. plastic off of 4K Blu-ray. <laughs> I'm not opening them. I'll just stream them, mate. I'm not opening them up. God, Lord. Oh, shit. You're not opening anything? Yeah, of course I am. Oh, I was going to say, like, what? Yeah, you got to. Yeah. Oh, yes, mate. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. So, yes, I'm going to binge that. Nice. So, oh. Anything more, Chris? Sorry. Anything more, Kev? <laughs> I'm done, mate. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Hotel's happened in my week. You want to talk about Kev? 
Well, I don't know, mate. What else did I order for you? Did I order anything else? Or did you know, do anything else? You know how many times I've been talking with Americans and wanted to say oat or note? <laughs> and I've been like, no, they're not going to. They're going to be like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> it's so much easier to say. Right? Oat. Have you not dropped that in there oat anywhere? Right? And note, like nothing and any, like anything, like it's just like <laughs> I'd rather say O to note, right, Jimmy? Ah. I, no, I'm really not getting that. No, you're oh. not. I, I'm starting to. <laughs> At first, I wasn't, but now I'm like, it sounds easier to say. Keep drinking that Kool Aid and watching that Peppa Pig, man. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna get yeah. you. Bad note. For <laughs> note. Fucking hell! Come on, boys. Hurry up. We've got to talk about Boba Fett. <laughs> Ooh. Good point. All right. Um, before that, though, I'll talk about my week in Star Wars, and let's talk about Qui Gon. Watch, 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 watch. Qui Gon, Qui Gon, Watch, 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 watch. Side show, side show, side show. Hot tone, hot tone, hot tone. What the fuck? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Fellas, it finally happened. It finally happened two days after it was on my porch. I finally realized. That I got a hot toy. Qui-Gon. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me of the week? Jesus. What Are you mean? kidding me? <laughs> Ed, the story is the Are You Kidding Me, mate. Come on. That, this was unbelievable, mate. On it. Yeah, I... Uh, why did I not look out there? I don't... You know, I think... I think the order date was changed. Like, I thought... It, it said it was Thursday... And then I got email. I get emails like fucking all the time, and I just like ignore them and whatever. And then Thursday comes around, and I'm like, I haven't gotten anything about this delivery. What the fuck? And I'm like, okay, I'll search sideshow. It's like your delivery date has changed. Like what? <laughs> yeah, your delivery date is now earlier. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? And then I'm like, oh, it's. Delivered. I look. I see the tracking number. It's like delivered two days ago. Like what the? Oh. F- are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? Um. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. I've been driving in and out of here, taking the girls to school. I didn't see shit. I didn't see a package or anything. I go out there. I'm like, what the fuck? I go out on the porch, front porch, and I look around, and it's like a box. It's smaller than the Darth Maul deluxe box. I'll give it that. It's smaller, but it it, it was like tucked behind the the uh, rocking chair we have on our porch, and it's (laughs) I I didn't fucking notice it. So the guy hid it. I don't know. It was like kind of the wind blow it in there. It wasn't in front of the front door that we never use. We use the other front. We have. I have they three. Didn't put in the door yet, dude. I have three front doors, and it's really annoying. Oh, I fucking... oh show off! Oh, you show off! I've got three front doors. <laughs> I've got four. Front, I've front got door four. Yard, the side door yard, I've got, and the back I've door got, yard. I've got four front doors. Fuck you! Honestly, two of them are within five feet of each other, so <laughs> it's pretty much just one's two front doors. Yes, but for the servants. I don't know. I don't know. Like it took me a while. I like looked around and I saw it. I'm like, and you could totally see the hot toy insignia, like right on the side of the box i'm like oh fuck it's been there oh, for two what days what if he knew what two if he days, knew what it was and he's like no, no i'm gonna hide it here 
so that he thinks it's gone. You think he's a listener? Take it. He's probably a listener. I think so. Yeah, I think without so. Shadow. It's like, I'm going to fucking put it over here and see what he says. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to mess with his mind. Honestly, though, shadow. like, it's funny because, you know, I sent you guys a video of live of me walking out there and being like, where the what the fuck? And then turning the camera and seeing the box. And you can just see that hot toy insignia on the side. It's like, ah! I freaked out. <clears throat> but then I freaked I out about how it's been there for two days. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that, dude. That's unbelievable, mate. Yeah, fake fan. Fake fan over here. <laughs> anyway, um, I opened it up, called up the fellas, did a little live opening, and it was everything you expect it to be. It was beautiful. He is every he the sculpt on Qui Gon that they do sideshow or Hot Toys does for him is incredible, right? Mm. Even his hair. The most common question I get is like, is his hair like real? Because it yeah, looks Liam Neeson. It looks really good. It's not real. It's just you know sculpt. It's not. It's like rigid. It's not. But when you look at it, it looks like it could be real hair. It's incredible. It's really good. That's cool. Does so it come with it? multiple hands, multiple heads, like lots of um, heads, giving him lots of heads? Multiple hands, so. a couple lightsabers, situational lightsaber, um, but only one head. The best head. Yeah. You got him posed up yet, dude? Oh yeah, so I, I have him posted, uh, posed um, next to my computer. He's got his, still has his robe on. It did come with the Tatooine poncho that you see in um, the greatest movie, right, Chris? And uh, yes, <laughs> but I, I kept him in his Jedi robes, and I have him like pulling the robes back with one arm, and. Reaching for the lightsaber with the other, so currently, excellent. But- excellent. <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> I'm just a simple man. Um, <laughs> I, I'm currently thinking of a way to bring my hot toy Darth Maul and posing him alongside in a nice action scene. So fight, 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 fight. That one where he dies? Be. I don't know. Or on Tatooine where he doesn't die. But I'd, I'd need... Um, no, I wouldn't... I, no, I wouldn't need Padawan Obi-Wan for that. It would just be Obi-Wan. But he'd need to wear his poncho, am I right? Correct. And uh, Maul would need to have his yeah. cape and hood and only single blade. Yeah, I can do it. that. Maul came with all that. Maul, Maul was a deluxe edition. It comes with like everything you can think of. Like Oh, sure, sure. Ooh. The class of Spotchka. Robot legs? No, no robot legs, because that was a little later. Robot cock. Robot cock. <laughs> Too soon? Too soon? Um, yep. Too soon. Yeah. <laughs> Move along. Robo knob. Robo knob. <laughs> that was my week. That was a good week. I, I, that, oh, he is beautiful, guys. I keep looking. I put him right near me when I'm working. And I look yeah. up at him, and he makes me smile. Fucking Does he watch on. you while you sleep? No. No, he's not up, upstairs. He's downstairs. Yet. Sure, sure. 
<laughs> wow, that's a pretty yeah, uh, that's a pretty full week in Star Wars. Um, I mean, that really this is like this is like your Rise of Skywalker moment. This is the end of a saga of Seriously. getting this friggin' yeah. hot toy. I ordered it July 2019. Got it uh, early December of 2020. Oh, why couldn't it have been January? Then you could have been like 2019 to fucking 2021. Yeah. I mean, it pretty much is, right? Feels like it. I feel like we're still in March. It's just COVID March drawn out. Okay. Um, let's do Be More Leia. Let's get to fucking Mando. So Be More Leia is a segment where we take a page from the book Be More Leia, written by Christian Blovelt, and um, we started out by playing this sweet music. That's There, there it is. More Leia, beep, beep, be more Leia. Be more Leia. Oh, yeah. So we're still in building a community chapter. I'm Just- here for the armor. <laughs> Not your armor, you fucking idiot. Oh, sorry, too soon. Sorry. That's the vibe we got, right? Isn't that the vibe we got? That's your armor, you asshole. All right, anyway. I want your armor. <laughs> what? We'll, we'll get there, sorry. I'm excited. I know, me too. So this page is entitled, Lean on Your Community. Inspiring others is a tough and sometimes lonely role, but you should rely on your allies as well. Whether that means calling in reinforcements to gather a crowd or shamelessly name-dropping during a meeting, it never hurts to give a sense of your collective muscle. Be realistic about how quickly your community can rally, though you may find yourself chained to a bad-tempered slug crime lord for a while before your support arrives. And the quote is from the princess herself. We have powerful friends. You're going to regret this. How is that resonating with you, Kev? Mate, that did not resonate with me one bit. Because I just fucking work on my own, do my own thing, and fucking get on with it. And you hate your community? (laughs) I hate people. I hate my community. It's great, except when I'm running out to get my TV. It's all fucking good. It's all good. Oh, that's all I'm saying, man. You should have reached out to us. We could have been there to help you get your stand and told Chris to get it. It's true. We know people you near know? you to go get it. Like yeah, Chris. exactly. We could, Yeah, yeah. We know I'm people. not going near that prick. <laughs> you have to cross the line, tier two to tier three, or vice versa, or whatever. Yeah, we're in the same tier, man. Come on. Is that the episode yeah, title? I'm not going near that prick. That's what I feel about dark troopers. Shut up. But yeah, don't forget, folks, especially in times like today, call your friends. Don't forget people that are there can be in your squad. Mm-hmm. Listen, help you get shit done. And wash your nose. I give my allegiance to no one. <laughs> 
<laughs> Move along. Mate, that, that could not have been more perfect. I love that little bit. That was me. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Come on. Speak, speaking of which, I sure, like that segue. Sure. Let's move to Are You Kidding Me, which is a segment where we take anything in Star Wars that makes one say, Are you kidding me? There we go. So here we go. Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. But it worked well. So, this Are You Kidding Me comes from a weird source. It's a source we've never used. No, I'm just kidding. It's from the Are You Kidding Me Bible. Uh, Star Wars Fascinating Facts by Pablo Hidalgo. Story, lore, and history from the ga- greatest galaxy. The greatest sure. galaxy. A.K.A. Are You Kidding Me? The book. Um, I was reading this, and I came across this. I thought it was interesting. I asked the group whether they had heard of it. And surprisingly, Kev said no. I thought he would know this one. And maybe he does know, know it, it, or he's, it slipped. I think I know it. Stop lying. Ain't <laughs> <Eight> lying, fool. <laughs> so in, in every original trilogy movie, there's a reference to THX 1138, which is George Lucas's first feature film, 1138. Mm-hmm. In A New Hope, it's the most obvious one. Luke mentions it at a, as a cell block number on the Death Star, 1138. Sure. Now, in Empire Strikes Back, do we know where it's mentioned? Kev? Is it? Kev said no. Is it? Wait, wait, wait. Before you say it, Kev. Jimmy, did you know? No? Do you know? No, I didn't. No, Chris? I don't know. No. <laughs> no. Boba? Boba? Boba. Um, Boba. No. Kev, do you want to guess? Do you want to wait for the answer? Would it? Well, I'm, I've been thinking, because it's the Jedi one I'm struggling with. I don't think I know the Return of the Jedi one. Yeah, it's in every movie. The, I think in Empire, is it, is it on Earth? Does Riken say something about Station 3-8 or something? Yes, that's part of it. So in What's Empire... In Empire, it's tucked into an order sent to snowspeeders, rogues 10 and 11, to station 3-8. Yeah. Yes. Are you kidding me? Cool, man. I like that. (laughs) That's nice. I love hearing this shit. Yeah. So where is it in Return of the Jedi? Ah, yes. Here we go. But I can't. The Jedi, Return of the Jedi one went, this is a quote, went unspotted for years. It was assumed to be non-existent. It was not until a close look at the Boosh costume. Oh. In, an, in anticipation of making a high-end collectible in the 2000s, did a keen-eyed Lucasfilm staffer spot it. The number 1138 is painted on the right side of Bush's helmet. Oh. What? Yeah. James is pissed off right now. Anything Bush related, I feel like James gets pissed off. I am, because they fucking ruined it with that short. (laughs) (laughs) I 
that stupid animated short. I'm just kidding. It's I true, though. They did. They okay. ruined the EU version of it anyway. Yeah, you know, whatever. You can't eat cake and eat it too. I got my chisbrosin, whatever. I, got my ch- I don't think that's your chisbrosin. But... No, I don't think it should be anybody. It is now. Definitely is. It's fucking God no one. Go on. Come on. Keep this moving. Chris, did you know any of this? No? Yato. Yato. <laughs> I mean, Boba. Um, I know where it is in front of Munis, but I didn't know them them, them two. <laughs> so it's on the back of a uh, battle droid. Yeah. Nice. Oh, the Jar Jar pushes it over, doesn't he? Ooh. Is it in the other prequels as well? Do we know? It might I don't be. know. Who watches Attack of the Clones anymore? God. Oh, me next week. <laughs> <laughs> Just shaking my head right now. Listeners can't see. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> Kev's shaking something. Yeah. You don't even because, we're, know. because we're about to talk about The Mandalorian. <gasps> Season 2, Episode 6, Chapter 14, entitled The Tragedy. Tragedy. You ready, boys? You ready, yes. boys? Um, Do it. I liked it or I didn't like it. One of two choices. Let's go around the horn. I liked it. James? <laughs> it's fine. I liked it. Kev? <laughs> Mate, why are you asking me that question? Fuck it now. Bloody loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Chris? What would Boba say? Oh. <laughs> Not too shabby. <laughs> Fellas, this episode, I mean, you came off the heels of Ahsoka, so you're like, you're, you're like, can anything be as good as that chapter 13 episode? Because that was phenomenal from an artistic standpoint and story standpoint. You were just blown away. So, so you're coming into chapter 14 like, I honestly thought it was going to be filler. Because they're like, you got to go to Tython. I was like, okay, so they're going to stop like on three planets. <laughs> it's like fight like crabs and shit on the way or something. There's no such thing as filler episodes. They're called bottles. It's filler films. No. There's no such thing as filler episodes. Because whatever you think is a filler episode, like the gunslinger, is now being paid off. True. So that scene. And that comes into a theory that I have, which I told you guys about a spider a recent spider episode. But anyway, we'll get to that later. The tragedy. I'm going to go through the episode. I'm not going to say what happens in the episode, but I'm going to say my reactions to them, and then you can add to them as I talk about them. So the episode starts out, and I immediately thought, Kev is going to love this scene because Mando is just sitting there getting a kick out of saying Grogu. (laughs) <laughs> and seeing Grogu look up, be like, hmm? Oh, oh mate. Oh. They're even first 30 seconds. That's all I was doing in the intro, Jimmy. What? <laughs> <laughs> Dang Ferric! <laughs> yeah, what is that? Is that is, okay, so he says, Dang Ferric, what is that? Yeah. Is that? It's a certain kind oh, of uh, Indica strain. No, I don't know. <laughs> is, that, is, is that in the EU? Is that a, like a slur or uh, some kind of. 
I don't know. Bad have, words. You, have you looked it's that a up? Naughty word, it's, isn't it? it's a slame. It's like um, it's just like a it's just like an expletive. It's like just like son of a bitch. Did anybody or, look that up? Bleeps. It's what? like ferric, right, or something, right? Yeah, dank ferric. Dank. It is. It is. It's got to be new for this show, hasn't it? Yeah, it is. It actually is a Star Wars expletive in the uh, documented and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, out of that whole like uh, uh, beginning scene, he I do like that he called Ahsoka a nice lady. That was cool. that was amazing, <laughs> wasn't it? The nice lady said, "I was nice like that lady." I was like, that's like something we'd say in very English, wasn't it? Oh, that nice lady. Wasn't she a like, nice lady, that girl? Was, it... was this like 1955? Like, what is this? <laughs> oh, she was lovely, she was. She was ever so nice. Oh, yeah. Such a nice lady. <laughs> She's nice. Anyone, from, anyone else from that scene have anything they want to point out? The beginning in the cockpit thing? Loved it. It was great, man, I love how he's still like playing with the ball, the knob. Yes, control knob. That that's that's cool. There's yeah. obviously like a little connection they have there, which is it's nice to see. Now that uh, Din Djarin actually knows that, ah, cool. He likes playing with this little toy. Mm. Yeah, Ben likes him. Not. Yeah, that knob's gonna go far, and he's gonna wash it a lot, right, Kev? <laughs> I was gonna say, I hope he washes it. That's like a lot of hands. Well. Time. Spine knob would fall, mate, but then again, it's, <laughs> it can't all be. They just can't be choosers, can they? You know. <laughs> That's why we like Star Wars. Yeah. The knobs. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, moving on. I wanted to bring this up because I thought it was funny and I thought it was cool. Grogu. Tarzan. Oh, mate. When he goes on the jetpack <laughs> and he's like, you know, we'll have to go. There's no place to land. And he has to go jetpack in. And Grogu is like making that noise <laughs> as he's flying in. It's <laughs> any noise that you make, Grogu, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> God, We're going to have to finish this with the windows down, kid. And I'm like, well, might as well just say go convertible. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that. Any, okay, so like, I'm just going to say right now, like, any anything that brings out noises from Grogu now is going to be accentuated for me because I want him to talk so bad. So anything, any communication he resembles, like, noise-wise, I'm just going to bring it up. Like, right now. Like when he's flying in, he's like, wee, or whatever he's saying. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, then then uh, Mando places him on the uh, stone on Tython. And there's butterflies flying around him. I thought it was cool. What do we Squirrel. think? What do we think the butterflies represent? Is that is that a... Uh, is that a space whale thing? Is that an Ezra thing? Or what what do we think in the butterflies? That's so so. What is it? What is it? What, what are you guys thinking? What are you thinking the um butterflies are doing? That's just like maybe uh maybe the butterflies are kinda like Morai, the owl. 
that follows Ahsoka around. I don't know. Plus, yeah, they're making stuff up. I don't yeah. know too much more about it. The Congaree thing. That's why I'm thinking like Ezra is like an animal person. So like maybe possibly I don't know. Ezra. That's interesting. And some yeah. space whales yeah. show up out of hyperspace. Oh, Stop. dude, please. Stop please. It. I'm just waiting for that episode to happen, and I want Jimmy to, like, just contact us straight away. I'm like, Yeah, I'll lead us through that episode. He'll be like, you I quit. <laughs> it's like, why, like, Jimmy, why, are you, why, why aren't you on the podcast anymore? Because of this shit. What's going on? Space why? whales, man. You don't like Star Wars anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Whatever happens, happens, man. It is what it is. I, I, I accept all content that is thrown at me. I don't let my head candy get in the way too much. Mm-hmm. Bullshit, yeah. Jimmy. I mean, I'll still let. Oh. I'll still like voice my irkness, but it's cool, man. It's all good. Mm. Be, so, be so, chilling, one with the force. So, like, uh, Baby Yoda, Grogu communicates oh. through the force or does something with the force on that stone. We don't know one hundred percent sure. Chris, are you it's, okay with how that went out? Like the the look, like the the force shield around him, going straight up into the air. Is that is that yeah, cool mate. with you? Loved it. Yeah, awesome. You I, think, just, I just can't I just can't believe we went there like straight away. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was like some season finale shit, and we're like, mm. fucking hell, we're here. Is we putting him on the stone? Let's fucking go. Like fucking touches the stone off. We you're right. You're right. I thought it'd be more of a struggle. I thought it'd be more of a thing. struggle to get mm. him to like do any of that. But it just was like, bam, here we go. Bam. You saw him reaching I... down with his hand to touch the stone when Mando turned his back. Then mm-hmm. you basically probably like when he put his hand down, like the connection was made. We didn't see that because we saw Mando turn around and be like, whoa, he's doing the Cal Kestis mm. thing. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, I thought of that. It looked a lot like the Kaka, like if you played the game. The Jedi Fallen Order meditation thing. Fallen Odor. Very similar to that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kev, how are you doing with that, by the way? I ain't nearly finished it, but lockdown's put an end to it. Let's not get into that. I'm nearly there. (laughs) Give him a break. It's only been like three years. Okay, um... And you say that like it's a problem, Ed. What's wrong with that? Speaking of, speaking of when, like, you know, Mando is trying to get, like, he's worried about Grogu. So he's trying to pull him from the rock. The first time he does it, there's a guitar, like, when he gets pushed back. Oh, yeah. Did that not hit anybody else awesomely? Like, I was just, yeah. Loved it. 100%, man. The sound effects with that was so cool. I loved it. I, yeah. I, I love the way they're doing the music with all of this. It's great. It's great. Oh, I'm, I'm going to bring it up more. Knocking it out of the park every week, isn't he? You know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. absolutely unbelievable. But I, I was like, I couldn't believe it. Like, what, do you get a little bit of a, you know, when they came in and it, you got to see the Jedi, obviously like the Stonehenge kind of Jedi ruins thing. Did you feel it was a bit Lord of the Rings-ish? Yes. As well. Yeah. A little like bit. That. Yeah. That was my initial. That's a good point. Like the um the hilltop there where they face the yeah. Even how it was kind of shot, it was kind of had that little Mm. feel about it. Riders of Rohan, what news from the mark? (laughs) What business a man, an elf, and a dwarf have in the Riddermark? (laughs) (laughs) 
I would but, cut off your head if it stood a little higher from the ground. <laughs> you would die before your sword fell. Whoa, whoa, everybody be cool, be cool, be cool. <laughs> uh, I can't wait yeah, to weather, our Lord weather, of the Rings weather top, Ed, Were you thinking about that? Weather yes, top. Weather top, yes, I was. Yeah, man. Thank you. I get that. <laughs> I love that they did it in actual physical... Uh, I was taken aback by how... Um, I guess I was surprised that, wow, okay, they actually went to a live location to film this. It wasn't in the volume. Because I noticed there's a couple scenes, and I'll mention them later, how I was like, ooh, this is definitely a volume shot. Um, But this is just out in the open somewhere. I'd love to know where the filming location was. I wonder if that was like somewhere. Yeah. It looks like it, for sure. I've heard a few people mention it this weekend. It's it's in in California. Nice. Nice, nice. Just on their doorstep. So, yes, so I, I was, right. I was super excited. Like, who is he? Who is he talking through, or like communicating with in the force? But we're interrupted with something incredible. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna let, that? I'm gonna let Kev, I'm gonna let Kev bring the next portion into this because <laughs> a ship arrives. Kev, can so, you tell us your reaction? And no, mate, I can't because I, I blinked. I blanked out. I painted. <laughs> this is seven minutes, six seconds. And, and, I, and, and I woke up, and every single bodily fluid had come out of my body in one <laughs> massive, compulsive, That's fucking gross. explosion of. <laughs> I hope you had a top on the floor. No, mate, I had nothing. I was. Oh, can you? Can you imagine when that bit happened, dude? That, mate, it was. was the music. Like, the music too. Right? For, for a sec, for a second, I was like, "That's not, is it?" I was like, "It, it fucking is." You're kidding. <laughs> I was like, "Holy, holy moly!" It was almost like, like the Ahsoka thing, where he just slaps you in the face at the beginning, like, "Okay, fucking Ahsoka's here to deal with it." Yeah, but yeah, but the difference was like, we kind of expected Ahsoka, didn't we? We kind of knew yes. it was coming. It was yes. Filoni's episode. I genuinely didn't think we'd see Boba Fett again in this series, mm, or a ship for that matter. Or you know, yeah. I mean, sweet Lord above, I was oh. just sitting, uh, oh, that, that ship turned up, I'm like, what's this is it, this is like the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life, this is unbelievable, so <laughs> I did, I was like, it was like uh, all your Christmas birthdays at once, it was unbelievable, and, they, like, and they, boys. they gave it a lot of screen time, you know what I mean, like it's flying was, in, yes, I'm glad you mentioned that, uh, I, and I think it was worth it, because people needed that. Honestly, mm-hmm. when Not you're bringing Boba opinion. back, you gotta give, <laughs> you gotta give Slave One its due. You know, it's flying yeah. in, watch it land, go, you know, inverted or whatever it is to land. We're yeah, gonna go, see more of it. We're go gonna see more of it end. as well. well. Holy shit! We got we got the at least top scenes for screen time for Slave One in action since what Attack of the Clones. And then we have screen time of Boba Fett in general, definitely one of the top times on screen, and of him speaking actual word coming out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. We get the most uttered yes. in this episode. Like, not only do we get Boba Fett, like, we get, like, <laughs> Boba Fett. Like, everything. Everything. Yes, we do. Like, seven minutes, 7.06, the slave ones pops in the screen, and it does not leave. <laughs> yep. It does not get destroyed. Rest in peace. Oh, so, 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 Boba Fett. 
I thought it was Captain Rex. I thought it was Rex. I was really hoping it would be Rex, just to be like, see, told you. Nope. Someone <laughs> lost the true and false. Yeah, I got. I thirsted myself on that one. Oh, Jesus. Chris, tell me your reaction to when you saw that ship appear. I lost it, mate. Absolutely lost it. We are watching, uh, me and Michelle watched it on Friday. Watched it in our lunch break, so... <laughs> I was literally like, I was trying to, I was eating, like made some sandwiches, sat down, and uh, we're eating these sandwiches, and I think I took one bite of this sandwich, and then about 37 minutes later, I still got this sandwich in my hand, but I was, I was, I wasn't on the set here anymore. I wasn't on the sofa. I was just like, like stu- <laughs> kind of semi, semi stood up. Yeah, with, man, only like, when, with only one bite. With only one bite done. <laughs> and Mrs. H was just like taking photos of me, like through the like, cause, and she said she loved watching it with me when I was watching it for the first time. If that makes sense, because normally when we watch it together, I've already seen it, so I'm I'm not real. I'm waiting uh, yeah. for her reactions, but obviously she's not going to react like I am. Mate, I fucking lost it as soon as it came on. I was like, yeah. <laughs> whoa. Oh, and how, how good did it look on screen? It looked oh, so good. Even at the Just end the when, it's well. up, yeah. when it's flying up, when it's flying up and chasing the dark troopers. Yeah, it mm. was. Oh yeah, yeah. Are we, is this what we're calling it now? The loose follow. Is that how you followed Han and Leia to Bespin? Was it a loose follow? <laughs> like ten feet that? behind? I don't know, but is that going to be the term for it? I wonder. Ooh, I wonder if he did the loose follow. Tracking in the cloud city. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's Sweet. funny. Yeah, um yeah. So 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 his slave one, his ship lands, and Boba comes out and confronts Mando. It's awesome. And um he ends up fighting some stormtroopers that show up. But right before that, you know, he's with Fennec. Did you see the scene where he's where they're coming down the hill and he's just gliding down like he's like like a professional like I don't know he can walk across ground like he's a ghost <laughs> like he's just going down the hill like yeah I'm going to fucking fuck these guys up and then Fenix in front of <laughs> Fenix in front of him like like struggling going down the mountain like I don't know like he's just so smooth walking down the hill and then he's it just translate into his his ability to wield that gaffy stick, like it's just, yeah. Oh, dude, he was like total badass, wasn't it? But I just yeah. loved his introduction, mate. You know, and he struts in with fucking cape on, fucking hood up, and then I've been tracking you, Mandalorian, <laughs> dude. Thank you. So- oh God, I'm here like, for the armor. That line, mate, when it was like, it's like, can't have it, kind of thing, and he's like. Not your armor, my armor. I was like, "Fuck me!" This guy yeah. means he's this is going down. And the biggest and then, quote, the biggest quote. Hey, let's let's Chris, let's let Chris. Say. Christopher, take oh. it. Well, it's like I'm here for the armor. It's like you're not gonna have it. I don't want your armor. I want my armor that you got from Copvent back on Tatooine. It belongs to me. Like, Are you a Jedi? <laughs> here it is. Here it is. Oh. 
I'm a simple man making my way through the galaxy like my father before me. Wow. Dude. What a lad. Father before me. That's a cool it's line. Like, Perfect. Bang. Star Wars reference. Backed with a Star Wars reference. Yep. <laughs> yep. That was like dirty talk, wasn't it? I was absolutely yeah. fucking god at that point. I was like, talk dirty to me, Bobber. Just fucking go yeah. it. If was, you want to marry, oh, if any back. ladies out there want to marry Kev, just say that line. Please yeah. do. I'm all yours. <laughs> or any man, for that matter. Well, or man. To say I'm a simple man or a simple woman. <laughs> man or any- woman. That's right. It don't matter, does Are it? you a Mandalorian? I give my allegiance to no one. <laughs> Mate, well. I mean, you swear the ode, you swear the code, or whatever. Do you think, do you feel like this whole thing could have just been uh, de-escalated, like, immediately? It's like, dude, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That? it's my armor. Like, dude, look, I got the passcode for it. It's yeah, like, you could have still did Just punch that in, it's cool, bro. As I <laughs> mentioned earlier, the chain code, like, just show that in right off. Like, look at the chain code. Oh. You're a fountain. It wouldn't have been no idea. It was cool, would it? Let's, let's, not, let's cut the shit here. That was like, I mean, how else could they have filled this, like, 17-minute episode? All right, honest, honestly, okay, so let's That's go two. through this. That's two. Two, two, two. Let's go through this. Mm. So, like, so Boba doesn't have his, have his armor yet. They're, like, on a standstill, and he's, like, Fennec pointing the rifle at, Yo, at Baby Yoda, and they're, like, okay, stand, like, put our weapons away. And, and uh, Tamara Morrison takes his rifle, and he's just, like, Flips it and then puts it down, but the look he gives right after it does, he's like, "Yeah, you like that? <laughs> I'm fucking awesome." Right? I fucking did, dude. I was like, "Yeah." He flips that thing and then he, that look he gives, it's like, "Damn, I'm scared of just- you." <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> just flipping that rifle around and puts it down. Hey, did you see that? You see me do that? I'm gonna do that to your face. Now, it's like, now, you no. impressed with that? Cause yeah, but not not to not to ruin this little bit but my, one of my friends has sent me today uh, a slight little goof with that scene so you know how obviously the previous week we had the jeans guy in one of the episodes and it became an absolute world famous yes so and uh, jimmy this is for you mate this is oh, for you please timestamp timestamp 10 minutes 48 seconds scene, so scene. when when uh <laughs> when uh when Bobber like looks at him and he says, um, "But you put down your jetpack. If you have a have a look, there's a helicopter that flies in the background <laughs> right across screen." <laughs> Fucking goddamn! Oh Lucas. my god, you're right. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> so cool. I love that shit. They're like more digital edited. Fucking. Unbelievable, in it. So hey, whatever. That's cool, man. I mean, does it really bother me? No, it doesn't bother me. That's it. It doesn't bother me. I'm just fucking. I never see that. But yeah, apparently somebody spotted that. I don't know how the fuck people spot these things. How do they spot? Them? Well, they got like that 90 inch TV and just yeah. So that will probably be another bit that that, that gets uh, digitally edited out. But uh, or it could just scene. be a spaceship. Cool. Whatever. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. true, because there are a lot of ships on Tython, which is supposed <laughs> to be in the deep core, but apparently it's in the outer rim. It's next in the to outer rim. Tatooine. 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 Speaking of Boba being like so energetic saying Tatooine, uh, 
his face. His he's a, fucking yeah. face. He's got scars on it. But Tamora Morrison anger face was on point. Oh. <laughs> this whole episode when he's striking those stormtroopers, hitting them home. And he's got that fucking anger face. It was it made the episode. Like I don't like honestly if he couldn't have done that that well, like that, that was so good. That was like he yeah. do the finishing blow on a stormtrooper and be like, yeah, like it make you just cheer, right? Ugh. Oh, that one on the floor when he's like stabs him and what's it, and then like, just goes like, you're like fuck, like ah, uh, yeah, that fun. that precise that precise instant, uh, definitely fourteen uh, fourteen fourteen. He just like turns <laughs> around and looks at the stormtrooper trying to get up, and he's just like. <sighs> Yeah, oh, it's good. so good. Uh, fucking smack. Fucking wimp. I'd have him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have it. Come on, mate. Let's have it. Uh, the shoulder tap <laughs> smack. Tap oh. the shoulder on the captain there. Wham! Oh. And then followed up with all the angry face. It's so good. It's so mm. good. What do you think of that, Chris? Angry facing. Absolute fucking lad. <laughs> I love mate. I love Tamara Morrison. He's up there with Ewan. Yeah. I like I remember when I was at school, a mate of mine. I can say his name because he won't listen. I've not seen him for years. A lad called Scott Curtis. He used to be great good mates. Um, he showed me a film called Once for Warriors. Oh, I've seen that film. It's great. On VHS, it is ass. If honest, I was talking to Turbo about this last night. If you can find it anywhere, I highly suggest you watch it because it's a brilliant um, New Zealand film. Nice. And Tamira Morrison is absolutely incredible in it. Um, and I remember like when seeing him in Attack of the Clones and getting dead excited, like thinking, oh, that's shit, that's Jake from Once the Warriors. Um, but I, what I loved about this is we got to see him act. Yes. Because he's a brilliant actor. Like, you know, we always laugh about it, like, Attack of the Clones, they were, like, George can't direct actors, can he? Like, you've got <laughs> Academy Award winner Natalie Portman, you've got Ewan McGregor, they're all brilliant actors. And I know we like to take the piss out of, like, some of Thames deliveries, like, I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in this universe. <laughs> but in this, we got to see him act. He was great, because he's a fucking brilliant actor. He is, yeah. Um, and just, like, yeah, just seeing him unleash that fury. With that gaffy stick was insane. Love um, s- just smashing up troopers left, right, and centre, mate. And that, like you say, that face was just like, ah! I was like, fuck me. Mm-hmm. Oh, what I loved so though good. is obviously we're going to get to, yeah, he gets his he gets his armor, but we saw what a badass he was without it. He didn't need his armor yes. to be to be a fucking badass. Yes, and I loved that. Like he's, oh, it was just so good. Like we got to see him with the Tuscan Raiders gaffy stick and just a little like factoid, the gaffy stick props were like when they were originally designed, they were based on a Fijian war clubs called, uh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. I can't say it. Totokia. So it's T O T O K I A. Apologies if we pronounce it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but that's really cool. Because obviously, they're Fijian like war clubs. So 
they've shown Tem on screen using a fucking traditional weapon of his heritage yeah. and absolutely wrecking house with it. Yeah. So cool. Oh, the, 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 when he drags the club. This, yeah, mate. That, when, 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 you, <laughs> when it shows him dragging it, but also the, the like, cinematography where, where it shows the camera angle where he's waiting behind the rock and then it pans down to him holding it below and then he's going to swing it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm, oh, yeah. my God. That was amazing. Like he puts his whole. You could see that in the in the in the action, he's putting his whole his entire body weight into it. Yeah, you know, to, yeah. Like to show super experienced at it. You can tell it feels like it. Um, and then obviously, he enters with a different attire later on. Uh, Chris, Chris, Dude. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you intro this. I'm gonna let you intro this because he looks over at the razor crest and is like, "My armor's in there." You can totally hear him say it. When he looked over, <laughs> he fucking nails that final stormtrooper, and his head just turns like that, and you see the back of his head, and the focus is on his head, and then Rod- Robert Rodriguez, like the camera, like does that focus shift, and it like. Yes. The door of the ra- the open door of the razor crest comes into focus, and you're like, I just went like this. <gasps> Holy fuck! You know, you know exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every Star Wars fan just like jizzing in their pants and <laughs> steal all of Din Djarin's grenades. Yep. <laughs> he reloaded his grenades, right? Right, James. Real, real- yeah, yeah. Where did he get the armor from? Why yeah. was his armor? <laughs> where were the grenades? In the armor? How did he fix the rocket? Pack? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you're talking about the the I think it's Fijian because they're from Fiji. That's like all the the Polynesian islands from like yes. in New Zealand and uh, uh, French Polynesia and stuff like that. I wonder because uh, he's a Kiwi, he's from New Zealand, so it's a very strong like Maori po- Maori, Maori culture out there. I wonder because he did that move where he like crossed his arms and shot the guy sideways. Yes. Um, like his his moves his his uh, fighting moves were very purposeful, and I didn't do any half-ass internet research to try to figure out what those like were related to. But I wonder it would be really cool if they like incorporated, in addition to like the gaffy stick uh, modeled after the Polynesian weapon, like if they did other things as well. Like seems to really embrace that like Maori culture yeah. in the Mandalorian stuff, and I wonder if that's going to be like carried forward at all. Even though he was a foundling, but. Where his father was. I mean, I, I hope so. Like, I, I mean, you, you see him wielding it with such confidence. So, you, you, like, I see it, and I'm like, well, that's the actor probably, maybe mm. using it before because he's oh. had the background. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've got to use that deliberate, though, haven't they? If you get tomorrow in and go, if he can do those skills, like fucking put them in the fi- put them in the show, then, isn't it? Oh, I think so. I, I mean, if, so. It, if it wasn't his stunt double. But anyway, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even add. He doesn't need a stunt double. God damn Tamora Morrison. Tamora Morrison, he's just, man. He's hard as nails. You just have to see him. You just have to see him in Once the Warriors and see him fighting that. And you mm. know, he's such a fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Chris, Chris, tell us uh, your experience seeing Boba Fett put his armor on again and show up. Like a fucking bad, and the music too. The fucking music, goddamn. Mm. Well, it, when he appeared, oh, I was just like, "Am I? Am I is this real? Am I dreaming? 
Oh, I can't I, fucking. I can't cope with this. Been eighteen thirty-five. Before that, you've got like Fennec and Man- Mando doing all like cool poses. Like you shoot there, I'll shoot there. You shoot there, like spinning around each other. And then that little bomb just goes into the middle of the screen, doesn't it? Goes off. Jetpack lands. Camera focuses. You're like, fuck. Mm. Oh, I just jumped, jumped off at sofa, man. It's just so excited. And then what ensues, like the next, I don't know how long it is, but just text out these troopers. Like, you've never. The dude shoots two motherfuckers out of his knee. Yes. Yeah. E rockets, bro. E rockets. E rockets. He kills two people with his knee. And then they all fuck off like, right, this guy's shooting people at his knees. Yeah, that was like the final straw. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got all that shit they'd been through, and then it's like, I'm not having the fucking knee, knee rockets. Fuck this. We're going. We're you, know, you, know, you, know what's, you know what's great about that? He ends it with the pistol flip into the holster. Uh, Django uh, one. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. <laughs> pistol flip into the holster, and then Rodriguez really takes over it and does the slow-mo shot of him walking, and you're just like, oh, it, I was so desperado. It was unreal. Yeah. He's walking towards in slow-mo, and there's two ships are going off. Boom. Oh, yeah. The, the range finder pops down, <laughs> shoots the rocket. Mate, this mm. fucking line was my favorite <laughs> bit of the yeah. whole episode. Mando's like, great shooting. I was aiming for the other one. <laughs> <laughs> That's been 1942. I love that fucking line. Wait, wait, wait. So, so I have a question for you guys about this. Like, what was up with that? Like, why are they... Like, why, why didn't they just film it where he hit where he's aiming? You know what I mean? Like, why, why are they doing it like this? Like, why are they making him miss? But because it ends up fine. For that line. Well, I'd get you to that line. Oh, <laughs> it's for that line? Yeah, I can see that. That's oh, I like yeah, the line. I'm not saying. I'm just wondering. Where has that um, where that line's been mentioned before? Like we've heard that before in something somewhere. It's like, wow, nice job. And it's like, yeah, I was aiming for the other guy. Or like, wow, yeah. you really like killed the guy who had his knife to my head. And it was like, oh, I was aiming for you. Yeah, yeah. I think that like the, you think they're going for that kind of con like. Yeah, because you could see when he's aiming using the thing, and you, they bring it up. He's aiming for the other one. He was. I'll advance. Yeah. And and uh, he's the other guy, but then it ends up hitting it, and it ends up being amazing, but still. <laughs> it was so, okay, so we've seen twice now that very same scene where all of a sudden the rocket shoots, and all of a sudden the music just goes quite pew, and it's absolutely beautiful. When are we going to see fucking Din Djarin get one? Right? Amen, bro. Oh. Amen. He's Amen. got a little. He's got a little hole. Little knobs. Got to unscrew the knob, pop it off, and put the blow off thingy in it. You can do that. Got James knows. James knows because he's the be... king about ammunition. Uh, yeah, I am now. <laughs> I am now. See, that's season three shit right there. When everybody gets an upgrade, but I, I also loved the uh, minute eighteen fifty seven. The Boba Fett rocket punches. Rocket punches the stormtrooper. Oh, oh, oh yeah. He's like, Punches. I was like, Poof. I was like, what was that? Like a rocket punch? Like wrist rockets, baby. Like he has wrist rockets, but no rockets in it. But it still has like the charge, the ignition charge. To, like blow them out of the tube. You know what I mean? Imagine like yeah. like that. It's the same thing on his behind, knees. Like shooting a blank. Oh my god. The same thing that's it's on his knees is on his wrist. 
And that's what happened. Yeah, 19 Damn. minute, 1903. I remember seeing that in the Visual <laughs> Dictionary Encyclopedia like long time ago. I can't remember. I couldn't find it. Um, but there was like a Visual Dictionary of Characters. I think it was like a blue cover maybe. And it pointed to like all of the weapons that he had on him. And one of them that I was like very fascinated with was uh, Boba Fett um, – Knee rockets. I think they yeah. were knee rockets. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. Chris hey. has got that essential character guide to carry. See if it's in there. I thought it was in there. I hope there it's is in a, there. there is a, it is in the visual dictionary as well. There is the yeah, oh, the original. It's, it's always been there. Dictionary. We've always it's, it's in the, yeah. We've well, like, never seen it in action. Like right. we've known yeah. that it's been there, but we've never seen it. And it's so cool. Similarly to when Deborah Chow directed the episode from season one, episode like three or four or whatever it was, yeah. like you see Din Djarin just kill stormtroopers in thirty eight different ways. Yeah, like yeah. we're finally starting to see like, okay, cool, we're seeing all these weapons in action. That's the beauty of the show, isn't it? Because literally they bring in everything. They literally, they must. I reckon Favreau and Filoni must just go, right, get me that book, and what can we put in this show and make it <laughs> fucking really badass and cool that we've not seen them do before? Do you know what I mean? And he's going, like, right, let's have a look at this. Oh, hang on a minute. Yep. He's got yep. the rockets. Fucking put them. We're Watch putting this. them in this show. Yeah. But it was just mm. absolutely amazing to actually make Bobber badass again, wasn't it? Yep. You know how he gets taken out in Return of the Jedi and what have you? To actually make him completely and utterly. Oh, Chris Hall is holding up the oh, yeah, Star Wars original trilogy visual dictionary, Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi. That's the one, mate. Beautiful. That's a, yeah. Does it show the knee rockets? Yep. Knee pad rocket dart launchers. Yeah. See what I mean? They looked at that and gone, we're putting them in there. <laughs> we're putting them in there. Oh, bless And it's going to make 10 stormtroopers turn around and run. <laughs> you know, right? like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean, though. If you saw someone firing rock, if you're in a fight with someone and they fired fucking rockets at their knees, mate, you're like, what's he gonna do next? Like, shoot lasers at his eyeballs or something? Do you know what I mean? I've been done. Just I've been shot out of eyeballs from his eyes and bolts of lightning from. Fuck it, outrageous! Absolutely, mate. But oh god! But thank fuck they made him badass again. You know I don't. What I, mean? I don't know why. Like with the music and stuff with around Boba. I, why was I reminded of Predator? Right. Like like. But like Boba being well, yeah. the like Predator, like the overpowering motherfucker. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I never thought. Of this. He, though, he is the Predator. We've always known him to be the Predator. Yeah. He is the dude that hunts you down. So see him in action like this. It's just like. This one little, like at eighteen thirty-six, where he, right when he appears behind this the stormtrooper, and it's just like, wow, wow, yes, did yeah. we do something? Yeah. Like the stormtrooper is just like, oh, oh no, and then Bur- Boba Fett just fucking lays him down with like the knife out of his gauntlet, or it looks like, or something like that, and it's just like, I can just, I'm just going to take a moment to compose myself and obliterate you. Yeah, I think I think it was you know, a combination of the music and just him just owning people alone. Like it, I just had a predator feel about it. I don't know why. Oh, be good. Yeah. These aren't good guys. Don't forget. True. Like this true. is this is the this is the scum faction that we're following. True. What, what does he say about his allegiance, there, Chris? Hmm. What is it? What is what does Boba say about his allegiance? I give my allegiance to no one. <laughs> yeah. Unseen. Unseen. 
good man, Bobber. That's the fucking way to be, mate. Absolute <laughs> lad. <laughs> well, oh. at that point, it doesn't anyway. But we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that yeah. later. Because <sighs> I had a, a visceral reaction later on. Oh, of course. Of course. We're, we'll talk, we're going to talk um, what this means oh, going forward, what all this means going forward soon. Um, but continuing with the episode, uh, we talked about what well, he, he was aiming for the other one. Yes. Okay. I, uh, when, when, um, when they finished the episode and they're talking, I know, I know I'm skipping a bunch. Baby Yoda gets captured, blah, 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 blah. But what? No, we can go back Ed, to what that. You we can go back to that. We can go back to that. We can go back to that. Fuck. We can go back to that. But he says our deal is complete. But he forgot about the child portion, the safety of the child portion of the deal. That's not Mando-like. Mando's all about the deal, right? Right? Like in previous episodes, he's like... Yeah, but it was really quick. There were a lot of things happening. He made it... Well, no, 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 no. This is my point. Like, I think he's, he's... It's not like him. I think he's really distraught. I think he's really fucked up. Most that he's dropped. Yeah, he's a dead say. Grogu got it's taken. Just a, it's just a Grogu stolen and his ship blown yeah. up. Yeah. Of course he's going to forget shit. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> so this, this is what so I'm saying. Funny. This is what I'm saying. I think I think that was evidence of that. Like, like Mando's fucked up right now. He is emotionally compromised. It's almost as if they wrote in some character development there, Ed. Wow. What you well, believe it? What you believe? Is Boba yeah. Fett going to be like his mentor now? Like, what's he going to be learning from Boba Fett during his emotional breakdown? Yeah, so that's going forward. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So, way, um, so let, let's talk about the Dark Troopers. Go ahead, anybody. Uh, minute twenty fifty eight. The close up of the Dark Troopers in action as they're coming through the sky. When they get a close, you finally get like a clean, mm-hmm. unadulterated close up view of their face. And I and it took me until whatever number rewatch this afternoon that I was like kind of casually watching in the background as I prepare food for my child, but um, it almost looked like uh, it was from the Clone Wars. Like the eyes, they were like triangular in a way that it's almost like a cartoon kind of thing. I mean, it totally works for the Dark Trooper. They took the Dark Trooper from uh, Star Wars Dark Forces from like ninety four, ninety five, ninety five, and they. Um, it's not like model one, two, or three. It's kind of their own little morph combined. Kind of looks like a super battle droid from uh, the Clone Wars stuff, aka Cylon, um, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of fun things that are in there right oh, now. Wait, and the wait, way wait, that wait, they wait, launched. Wait. You mentioned Iron Man. I was gonna say, is it an homage to Iron Man? Because I was half expecting them to put their palms out and having like. Firing up the jets out of their palms to slow their descent. That would have been too much. (laughs) That 100% would have been too much. I think think with, like, Favreau doing the cameo as the the jetpack Mando in season one and this stuff, I feel like that's as far as they should take it with the Iron Man references. Like, don't do it from the hands. It'll be, like too obvious like just stay away from it you guys they ain't gonna do that you guys and i and i know they aren't but um real real quick uh the the dark troopers i want to see them in like battle action we saw them all like marching about one and a half miles an hour 
towards Baby Yoda, and then she's like, scoop up, take yeah. it away. Yeah, the, the, they directed it so it was quick and no conflict. Boom. But that's how that's how a droid would act. A droid would walk up, grab it, and go. Right. Like there isn't there isn't any hesitation, no dramatic hesitation from a droid. So is the droid just a droid? What do they need the blood for? Like what kind of organic part of the dark trooper do they need uh, oh. Grogu's blood for? Interesting. Like, you're you're stuff connecting for the, stuff for the dark troopers, mate. Yeah, yeah, I didn't I, think I never connected Grogu's blood with the dark trooper. That's interesting. Now, see, I I thought they were all together, like no, they were like making no. weird little clone dudes and putting them in the dark troopers. Uh, I wasn't making that connection. I was just thinking they were making superhuman force people, and the dark troopers were just on the side. Dark. Oh my gosh, so we got two bad guys. Yeah, I don't. Know. I, don't I thought they were Ooh. trying to maybe trying to morph them together, but I mean, regardless, we're going to see more of it. I'm really happy we're seeing it. But can we talk? about the true tragedy of this episode like the namesake of this episode minute 2003 r.i.p razor crest that's the tragedy we all know we all know grogu's gonna be fine i mean he's got what he's got boba fett he's got fennec shan they're gonna get migs mayfield into this shit again we might have Tara june which means we may have greek farga like anybody else we want to throw into this magnificent thing that we go on going on here. Spider. Jimmy, you've got your wish, though, haven't you, Jimmy? you got your wish, Jimmy. Thrawn. We're going to have the Magnificent Seven. Right? Put together a crew. As Put together a crew. Thrawn, Space Whales, and Spiders. Yep. <laughs> exactly, right? But, like, you know, the real tragedy of this episode is the poor Razorcrest, as millions of HasLab Patreons <laughs> cried out in terror. Bag <laughs> accounts were suddenly silenced. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Just from a bizarre, selfish point of view, can you remember when I was working away a few weeks and I got, I added that razor crest to my basket. I was like, I was like, I am that close to getting this. I am that close to getting this. And then when that happened, I was genuinely shocked. But for a split second, I went, at least I didn't fucking order it, did I? <laughs> Just like, thank God. Right, right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, there's still plenty of awesome merch to be had with the Razor Crest and stuff like that. It's just, it's just a real, a real bummer. We're not, no, we're not gonna, they we're not gonna have like something out of Star Trek. Well, oh, here's the USS Enterprise A or the new USS Defiant. You know, what I mean, we're not gonna just replace your ship for you. There's gonna be something yeah, that's else. But that was shocking, though. Wasn't it? I couldn't believe it. Unbelievable. Yeah, sorry, Chris, go on. I just say, just get the Lego version and don't build it, and then it's fine. Yeah, just get the Lego Flat version rip. and leave it in the pile. <laughs> yeah. just, don't, just empty the bags out and it's sorted, don't you? <laughs> Screen accurate. Oh my god, you're right. You just put one little staff buried in the bottom there. <laughs> Minute 2349, the only thing there survives is the Beskar staff in the friggin' control knob. Oh yeah, it's the only, it's the only two things he needs, mate. That Dude, is all he needs, mate, because he's going hunting. He's going he's to got, use that. In one, on, in one end, he's got the control knob. That's his motivation. In the other end, he's got his fucking weapon. Yeah. Take down Moff Gideon with. Why, why, do, they need, why do they need Mayfeld, do you think? Ex-Imperial knows how yeah. to act He knows up. how to get in. Says how he knows how, um, sort of says that, doesn't he? He's, like he's a, a dick, um, though. You think he's... Yeah, I know. Yeah, he probably won't survive. Nor should he. <laughs> Which would be cool. No, I uh, see. You know, I see. Yeah, it. He knows. Gonna... Cara Dune's like they have the child. Like that look. 
Like, all right, he says, do like, whatever you want then, yeah. yeah. They, kid, they took the kid. <laughs> gonna go I love how they called the kid. They took the kid. Yeah. It's like... He's oh, 50 no. years old, dude. He's older than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. You mentioned Gideon's theme, James, during the week in our chat. Um, I was listening yeah. to it, and it's very evil and sinister. It kind of gave it a Jaws feel to me, like a deeper... It's like a simple theme that's going on. You know, like a deeper... I'm not saying it's exactly like Jaws. I'm just saying... You know what I mean? There's a there's a there's a urgency to it. Yes. There's yes. like uh there's like bad shit's coming. There's like yes. all right, this, this is not good. This exactly. is very sinister. I I I think that uh between Imperial March, the Krennic's Empire theme and the Moff Gideon's Empire theme. I mean, taking the Imperial March out of contention cuz that's yeah, just the to. iconic perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's just number 1 in my book forever. I th- is definitely better than the Kranich Imperial theme for Rogue One. I said it. There it is. Wow. I think wow. I think Moff Gideon's Imperial theme is better than Rogue One's Imperial theme. I, I think, uh, and whatever, you know, he, uh, Ludwig had more time to work on that than, uh, than for Rogue One, whatever, but it just sounds so much more sinister and evil and badass. Da-dun, 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 da-dun. I think part so part cool. of it is Ludwig's had a time to like create a base of artistry for his music. You know what I mean? So like he can yeah, do whatever he wants now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's but that yeah library. because of that, it's it's built up really good. I mean, you know, Jakino uh, did really well with Rogue One. I'm not gonna lie. Like he kind of inverted a lot of the chords, as we know, to make. Krennic's theme and stuff, but for from the Vader theme. So, uh, but Gideon's theme is super sinister, super evil, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and you feel it big time when it's. Happening. Oh yes. Uh, speaking of Gideon, I'm getting giddy at the end. Giddy or there, Gideon? You see, giddy, giddy, giddy. you see Grogu throwing some troopers around in the jail oh, cell. Yeah, and at twenty seven fourteen. <laughs> Is that you, you think that's some dark side powers going on? What's he doing? Is he tapping into the dark side? Nah, what? he's just fucking with him. He's all right. He's fucking going fucking Darth Grogu. Darth Grogu. Darth Grogu. Shut up! Come on, really? That's the name of the episode, Darth Grogu. No, it's not. Oh. No, it's not. No way, Darth. Grogu. <laughs> well, we've seen this before in the show, haven't we? His dark, his dark side power when he's. I mean, he's definitely choking out one of them stormies. Oh yes, he's using dark side true force there. Absolutely, of course he is. That's yeah. the whole point. I mean, you can't you tell really. really. He could just be holding him there. I mean, there was the trooper grabbing his neck. Not really. So I don't know. But he's. he's you can't definitely. deny how cute those little baby shackles are. <laughs> They do look awfully adorbs. They're like ray shields out there, I presume, like, like them, the old Obi Wan. Like, like, you think they have those standard issue on every light cruiser? Like, let's they get definitely. these really tiny shackles. <laughs> Just in case, whoever brought them on was like, I told you we'd need them one day. <laughs> in case we had some kid. 
Yeah, you're not laughing now, are you? I look at it. I was I was half expecting them to wheel out the friggin' thing that they transported Maul in at the end of Clone Wars, right? How ridiculous for that! That would have been ridiculous. But I mean, if he did it, I guess I'd be all right with it. But I feel like that'd be a little extra. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Can I so can I ask a question? And this is more of an expanded universe question, but it does pertain no, to this. <laughs> what will Mando's new ship look like? like are they are they going to go with just something completely new and different, or maybe would they take a hint from like the Moldy Crow, you know, Calcutan ship, or the Raven's Claw? That Slave was the two. Slave two. The Moldy Toe. The Moldy Crow. Moldy you don't crow. know what the. Oh, okay. It's a Krellian Engineering Corporation HWK-290 light freighter. There's a ship called the Moldy Crow. Yeah, it's Cal Katarna Jan Ors from uh, Dark Forces, Star Wars Dark Forces. Yes, it is. Tell me again oh. why the EU is brilliant. Because it's the Moldy Crow. <laughs> it's Come a good old on. ship. It's got a turret on it. Plays really well on X-Wing uh, miniatures, anyways. There's <laughs> no, also the Jade Shadow. I don't Shadow. think it's that green in X-Wing miniatures. I mean, it, well, okay. Uh, let's say pre-2.0, it was pretty fucking outrageous. You guys kill me sometimes. Motherfucker shot, shot one with missiles at his knee. You're talking to me about Moldy Crows. <laughs> Come on. Give you a Moldy Crow. Boba Fett's back. <laughs> Boba. Listen, all I'm saying is she's brown, she's red, she's the Moldy Crow, Karelian Engineering Corporation Hawk Series light freighter. I think that should be Mando's new ship. But, like, honestly, this is, this is the big question. Going forward, what's, what, what are we doing here? Day in the life of, like, the new family, Boba Fennec and Din Djarin? Yeah, riding public transport. I'll tell you what we're doing. I'll tell you what we're doing here. Because just skipping back before all this Moff Gideon shit, when, before this anyway, when the fucking Razorcrest blew up, mate, the way that Boba looked at Mando when he's going through that wreckage on the Razorcrest, mate, mm -hmm. he's fucking knows, mate. That's that's what I'm talking about, Tim, Tim Morrison, mate, acting. Because he's lost his dad, mate, and he knows that fucking pain. When he lost Django, he's carried that all his life, mate. And he knows that he's just lost his ship and he's lost his child. And it was a little split moment where he looked at him. Anyway, I'll tell you what's going on. When fucking... <laughs> Boba Fett says... <laughs> we agreed. In exchange for the return of my armor, the safety of the child... Till he has returned to you safely, we are in your debt. That's what I'm talking about, mate, and that's what I'm saying is going on. Because when that happened, I stood up and went, Team up, motherfuckers! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I agree. That's why I'm holding on to that Nottingham loss. I'm putting together a crew. Goddamn right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we saw him at the end of episode one. You thought, we're not going to see him again this season. So he comes back, and I'm like, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life, because he's fucking amazing. Oh, guess what? We've got him for the next two episodes as well, <laughs> mate. Don't even. I'll <laughs> they kill him off in the next one. Oh, no, mate. That's you know what, mate? That's, that's where I yeah, went no with it. The ship. That's, that's the thing. You know like, you it's all up for grabs. Slave one. 
Yeah. Uh, no, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. They, they, they haven't been this dark on on Mando yet. I don't. Wait, wait, do wait, 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 wait. Honestly, oh. honestly, 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 Razor Crest got destroyed in the mm. blink of an eye. And I got the same feeling I did in Game of Thrones when they started killing off people you got attached to, like characters. And I was like, mm. wow, they're going there with this, but nice not start. quite. It's a ship. But ships in Star Wars are characters, as we know. So, yeah. so when they destroyed the Razor Quest, I was like, wow, they're going there. This is Game of Thrones caliber-ish. They're doing it. So, who knows what's gonna what's gonna happen to Boba? I don't know. No, I don't. They're making a that whole new sense. series, guys. Come on, Boba's not gonna die. There's, they're like, listen, after after this season of Mando, we get a dry spell. We need to introduce some new merch. So let's fucking start destroying some old ships so we can make some new ones. <laughs> the Moldy Crow. <laughs> Do you know if that turns out to be true, mate? You're going to have a... The smugness, you're going to have, Jimmy, forever, in it. Oh, my God. If they pick that... If if it's like... You know, you just go, oh, forget it. So, wait, 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 Kev. Kev, you're like like a collector-y kind of person. If if you're a HasLab backer for Razorcrest, and you know you're getting this limited edition, obviously... Not not everyone in the world's gonna be able to get it, and in this show, this ship is fucking destroyed. Are you happy yes, or are you sad? Well, I mentioned earlier, and I genuinely, and a joking aside, that when, as I wouldn't be massively happy now. I suppose it's been in a few episodes, but the fact that they have now destroyed it, I was my initial thought was i'm glad i didn't order it what does that tell you i was literally there thinking now i know it's been a it's been in how many episodes now but my initial thought was fuck me thank god i didn't order that now but because (laughs) i know it's still i mean it still could come back i mean it fell into the water and came out and was patched up by you know I almost have the thought, but honestly, I honestly I almost <laughs> thought like I should have ordered it now. You know what I mean? Maybe well, will be yeah. Maybe it will be become more collectible. Wait, you it, thinking uh, it's going to be like the double flip back rare collectible? It's gone. Flip back rare collectible item. Yeah, it's gone. Mm. It was a glimpse of a ship that was popular when it was around. Now it's gone. It's well, it's not gone unless. It's all gone if you play it in Star Wars X-Wing Squadrons. So no, you can have it in your cockpit flying around all the time. I'm always going to have the Razor Crest in my X-Wing. Uh, yeah. That's different. I mean, well, you know you know what I mean, though, like, right, Kev? Like, like I bet there's people yeah, out no, there. No, no, the no. people out there might be happy. Yeah, of course there will be. I mean, it, obviously, once again, it's a personal choice of a collector thing. People will want it because it's a HasLab collectible anyway, and, and they will be spending a lot of money on it. Um, personally, as we, you know, just... My immediate thought was that, well, as, as cool as ship as it was, to have that collectible now, I'm kind of was, I'm glad I didn't order it. I but, was kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. So, once again, it would depend on your personal choice as a collector, don't it? But, like, I, I mean, I was so close to ordering it 
because I honestly suspected it was going to be in the show forever. Do you know what I mean? I thought it was going to be a feature of the show. So I was genuinely shocked as anybody when that happened, when they actually just flew it to smithereens. Because clearly he'd had it in the show before. It had been battered and bruised. And every episode it was getting close to it. But they rebuilt it and rebuilt it. So you were thinking, you know, this is going to survive. So when it just went just like that, it was a shock, wasn't it? It was a... Yeah, I I just... Is it a shock? Well, I just just think... It's a shock for Star Wars, I think. But I, I just think on the other hand... When you, when you continuously see something in Star Wars, ha, like Hasbro just will continuously make it more iterations of it. Like mm. now, do you think they'll be like, we're not going to make any more? I mean, we've also seen the opposite, where you see a glimpse of Holiday Special Boba and you see a ton of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's definitely going to be a special edition Haslife Mon Cal fixed up Razor Crest. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what does this mean for this this Haslab thing? Like, what 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 is your prediction for the value of this Razor Crest? It's, it's I don't gonna... think it means jack shit, mate. What was Nothing, the first mate. Haslab project? Sail barge. What happened to that? It got blown it got up. Blown up exactly. Yeah. It's a fucking toy, so, isn't it? Well, they've already sold out all the pre-orders, right? So it doesn't oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Haslab, actually, Haslab is probably stoked right now because now they're like, oh, <laughs> shit, we can come up with another one of these ships to sell to yeah. Kev. To Kev, yeah. yeah. So, it's Moldy Crow. I want that Haslab Moldy Crow, dude. As, oh, as, oh, as, yeah. as, we've been, as we've been talking about the death of, we're going to call it the death of the Razor Crest. <laughs> yes. I'm going to call it the death of the Razor Crest. Looking at it now, the clues were all there that this character was going to go away. Because if you look back on like other TV shows, characters that die away tend, excuse me, tend to have an episode or two leading up to their demise of a significant like character arc uh, development that normally isn't there. The last couple episodes, we saw the Razor Crest engaged in battle with some TIE fighters over uh, Navarro, which is super dope. Got to see it in action that way. We got to see it beat up all the heck on the. Um, oh my god, I forgot what. Oh, the core in the Corvus system, Caladan yes. or something. Oh no, no, that was where Ahsoka was. But the episode where Titus Welliver and uh, my, my lady Kay, Kay Sackoff was on, like we saw it being the Mon beat Cal up. The Moncal guy, kind of like fixing it. Yeah, yeah the Moncal guy named Fred, who like fixed it up and you know took his mind didn't do much and then we saw it on the ice planet with the rebel spiders like just really trying to like get its way there but you know it always did get there so it's like yeah the razor crest is like a tough ship we've seen it in battle it does a lot of cool stuff so now it's like yeah we love the razor crest now it being taken away and as we're talking about it right now like it's as an emotional impact as losing a character like you were saying ed ships are characters too and we should be aware going forward if we start seeing a focus on a minor character unnaturally. It's like, oh, man, they're not long for this Earth or this galaxy. They won't be coming down for Spotchka in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you think that with two episodes to go, somebody, they're going to get rid of somebody, aren't they? Some character, some, you know, if they put in a crew together. They fell. Oh, you can go, mate. I'll celebrate that. Uh, You know what? I'm looking forward to seeing 
Bill Bear again. That's going to be hilarious. That interaction is going to be great. He's like, wait a minute. You put me here, but I have to help you. And he's like, I'm busting you out. Yeah. And then I'm going to leave you for dead. That's going to be hilarious. He's going to get there. <laughs> oh, here's, here's the Bill Burr remaining arc in this season. They're going to get them to the uh, Quittens class light cruiser, command cruiser, and get there. He's going to die very unfortunately. No the hand of some dark trooper like tearing him in half or something like that hey wait a minute nah dude and dude dude dude, dude, dude no 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 Bill Burr's he's gonna leave the Mando hanging and he's gonna get out safely and that's gonna come yeah. back in season 3 <laughs> I feel like he's more of a season 5 character person or 4 or 5 yeah whatever but he's gonna he's gonna fuck over Mando a little bit but not enough to fuck him over completely you know what I mean that's, that's, right. I, that's what I'm feeling with this uh, Mayfeld guy. Mm. Can I can I ask one more question? Yeah. Really, my last question about this whole episode. No. <sighs> <laughs> Fuck it. I'm asking anyways. Uh, go dank, ferric yourself. Um, <laughs> is with last week's episode, Grand Neville Thrawn being mentioned, Ahsoka being mentioned. I feel like that can't be the last time we see her. We got two episodes left. Like Boba Fett's coming in, and he's fucking teaming up with them. Granted. Be advised, there was no battle over the Dune Sea versus Razor Crest and Slave One. Just saying, that did not happen this episode because now Razor Crest is gone. But with the acceleration of the introduction of all this stuff, are we going to see another mention of Grand Admiral Thrawn at the end of the season? Will season three be when Moff Gideon graduates to the Big Boy Star Destroyer? Know what I'm saying? Like Mando gets a new ship and he may get a rocket. You know what I mean? Like, is this like next season? His upgrades, new ship, rocket, star destroyer, Ed. I want to say when he brought up Doctor Pershing at the end, of the episode after the tiny baby shackles that were super cute. Uh, he was like, "Contact Doctor Pershing. We have our donor, or whatever." And I had to explain what a donor meant to my girls. But anyway. I was hoping he would say yeah, Admiral Thrawn. Honestly, I was hoping for I it. I thought so too. I was so hoping for it, but Pershing makes sense. Pershing makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's, we're, not, that's we're not my getting thrown in. We're not getting thrawn in this series, mate. No, yeah. I really, Pierce Brosnan. I really hope is, not. I really yeah. hope not. Pierce Brosnan's Brosnan happy. He's happy in Hawaii him. right now. He's not shaved for it, man. He's still twiddling the he's, ukulele out there. It's yeah, already he's, cast. He's, it's done. He's working oh, out in Hawaii. He's waiting. Just <laughs> is waiting. He's coming. Don't worry, Jimmy. He's coming. Uh, I just don't. Not. Not. not I mean, I'll listen. I like the name drop. Don't don't go any further. You're making me. You're giving me gas. I don't like it. I was hoping we mentioned Paris Brosnan in this episode, and I'm glad we did. Oh yeah. <laughs> I say it because I don't want it. But I, I wonder. I wonder if he's going to appear at the end because if you're looking at this from the standpoint of like a video game, like if this was just uh, imagine Mando is not. Is, is animated, right? Man, this is Filoni. Filoni's style has been animated episode arcs like, you know, Rebels, Clone Wars, all that. <clears throat> Pretending that this were animated, what would be, what wouldn't be more badass, or what would be more badass, or what wouldn't be more badass than having a appearance by Grand Admiral Thrawn at the end be like, I will have to deal with him myself. Ed. I will tell you. And this oh, will be a... Next week. This will be... 
Think about this, guys. What would you rather Ed, have? Ed can't what would you rather have? A showing of Grand Animal Thrawn at the end of the season or fucking Luke motherfucking Skywalker? Ah, San Sebastian. Or maybe he's Cal Kestis. Honestly. Or maybe he's just somebody else. I don't know. I don't. Luke, if Okay, given the choice between Luke and Thrawn. It's not a choice. It's not a choice. No, 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 I know, but pretend, pretend, pretend. Just pretend. Come on, have fun with it. Pretend. If we had to pretend, those are your two options. Gun to your head. Um, I would do. I'd rather take a Thrawn. I'd rather take a Thrawn appearance. Oh, like Luke, oh. Luke is such a sacred character, man. Thrawn. Be all honesty. Thrawn's my favorite. One of my favorite. Are you kidding me? A, he's not a Skywalker saga sacred character. You just can't fucking throw in Luke Skywalker. Maybe you can mention him, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's right. It takes away too much attention, right? Does it? Does it not? Does I don't it? know. I don't think no, about no, it, Jimmy. No, think totally. about it, Jimmy. I You're gonna like get thrown, mate. You're gonna get thrown, but it's not in this series. That last episode so. was basically, so. basically a backdoor pilot. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking. See, see, see. She's getting her own series. Mm. Thrawn's the antagonist. She's going looking for Ezra with Sabine. They're gonna f- do that story in her series, and yeah. it won't touch anywhere near this. You're right. We're gonna get Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah. The fucking. But they have to do it that way, don't they? Because unless, unless they tie, well, I guess, no, else, because they can't. They can't. Yeah, because they can't surprise you with anybody else. No, because if it's Ezra or Cal, you're not going to know who they are. They're not going to. So, yeah, Mark, the audience is going to be like, okay, yeah. whatever. But we yeah. won't know who he is. We won't know who the live action Ezra is or the live action Cal is or whoever it might be. We don't know, do we? So if he's reached out to a Jedi on that sitting stone. If it's if it's Ezra, and he turns up, we're going to go. Oh, who's he? So, to me, it's got to be Luke. It has to be. It just makes dramatic. I mean, Kev loves writing these episodes out. Mate, in his head. that episode's happened in my head, mate. <laughs> uh, I, I... Listen, listen, listen. It has listen. to be I, if, in if some it, shape or form. Listen, and everything's happens, unfolded the way you wanted. Listen, listen. <laughs> if it happens, if it happens, then fucking so say we all. This is the way. I honestly, I from what I from what these two seasons thus are thus far have been, I would trust Filoni and Favreau to handle it and do a good job. I really, truly would. I guess. Maybe it's me just saying that I'm not ready to see another Luke Skywalker live action yet. That's not Mark Hamill. And maybe that's because I'm old. I don't know. No, you got drugs you're, for more that. Than happy, you're more than happy for someone else to play Han Solo in your favorite film of I all know, time. Right? Right. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> nothing off the table. There's drugs for this. You can fuck right off. Oh my god. Oh my god. I, I accidentally hit that button. That was not legit. <laughs> that, that, that was that, that was, was me. That, that was that was destiny. Listen, I, I did not hit that on purpose. The thing is, though, when Solo came out, they were just they were doing it. Like no one's talking about it. A, a Luke Skywalker standalone. Like no one's talking about developing that. And I'm not looking for it. I'm not looking for it. That's all I'm saying. Like let this be its own thing. Introduce some other Jedi, some other random dude, like Master Sabath or something like that. Like introduce Who? somebody else. Moldy cheese. He's got good <laughs> No, he's got good abs. He's got great abs for an old guy. But 
You're off your head, mate. You are. I, maybe I am, but I just I guess I'm ready for some new stuff. I don't know. I mean, I like the old stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to love it all. I'm just going to love it all. I mean, James, think about it. For the lay person, they're getting new stuff. They've already got Thrawn and Ahsoka, which are new to them. Not to you, but to them. So you got to think about it. So so bringing Luke back in grounds them, right? In knowledge they already know. They're familiar with. Yeah, the layman viewer is familiar. You go back and forth. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm thinking. That's why I'm thinking that. You can't just keep Dude, throwing like, Ezra and like space whales at him. And then Listen, man, from fucked. your point of view, I can I, I told it makes perfect sense because you have to be able to ground the casual Star Wars viewers somehow. You got to throw them something that they know, not just the super zealot devout following of EU readers. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I guess ultimately, this I'm just really excited. <laughs> We're all excited. We're not pissed. We're not angry. We're happy with what's going on. We're just trying to see where it goes, right? I just want to know what's happening, oh. man. Um, I wish you said Thrawn instead of Dr. Pershing. But other than that... It sounded like he was almost speaking... Do you know it? Authority. A little no. bit. A little bit. I so, like, can I ask... Can I ask you both a question? Because you clearly both got massive raging blue hard-ons for the fucking this character to turn off. <laughs> Do you seriously, seriously want to complicate this series with Thrawn? Yes. Or would you rather Thrawn show up in a Ahsoka series that makes a million times more sense? I'd be fine with either, to be honest. I, Moff Gideon's... I see what you're why saying. Chuck, I see what you're saying. Chuck Thrawn in there? Head cannon, head cannon, head cannon. Jimmy sees this as like Moff Gideon is is like a, a a random sect of the Empire that Thrawn semi controls. But like any any bad appendage, if it's not working out, you cut it and you leave it. And I could see something like that. Like if they did want to introduce Thrawn or keep him mentioned in this. Like, there's got to be a point where he just cuts Gideon off when Gideon's character eventually dies, and, like, that's it, and Thrawn yeah. just disappears. Like, you know what? I've invested enough in your stupid fanatical experiments. You're dead to me. I just feel like there's a lot of synergy they could do with Ahsoka's storyline and Mando's storyline. The Mandalorian. And I say Mando, I say I mean, like, the Mandalorian story. Like, with yeah. their home planet and Darth Maul and all that shit. Well, yeah. Darth Maul's in the back. He died already. But anyway, but you know what I mean. I guess I I don't know what I want. I don't know. There's just like so much. <laughs> like you said, it's like Filoni just like smacking my face with his dick every episode. It's like, and I'm going to throw this at you. I'm going to throw this at you. And we're going to introduce more screen time of the Slave One than in any other Star Wars live action movie or film. Wait, wait, wait. what's happening to your face? All of this. What's going on <laughs> in your face? Filoni eggplants. <laughs> Oh, love it. Anyway. Any other thought, any other thoughts on this Mando boys? Yeah. Uh, Let's go around the horn. Fucking brilliant. I give it yeah. ten out of, ten out of ten to Mira Morrison's. Nice. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> ten yeah, out of yeah. ten eleven out of ten, ten gaffy sticks for me. Eleven out of ten gaffy sticks. Yeah. How many how many Chis Brosnans, Jimmy? Uh one out of ten because Chis Brosnan wasn't mentioned. Oh, oh, oh Jimmy. Kev, hey, Kev, hey, let me let me I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it 15 out of 10 knee rockets. 
There you go. Oh, I thought you were going to say shit forest managers. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say knobs. I'm not even. I'm not even going to mention them arseholes. <laughs> Fifteen out of ten rocket knee rockets. Come on. Come on, man. Nice, nice. Uh, all right. Well, we have uh, a guess. But a you, you liked it, right, Jimmy? You liked it. One out of ten <laughs> isn't at your actual. No, no, no. Come on, man. Are you kidding me? Like, so when I first saw. When I saw fucking Slave One appear at 7.06, I immediately thought, I was like, ah, first, there goes my fucking true and false. Two, Kevin Chris are going to be so pumped about this. Yeah. And three, it's outrageous. I was like, and three, I don't have a three. I don't have a three, but it was... No, it was three is the other two. Three is yeah, the three and four, knee rockets and rocket punches. Knee rockets and rocket punches. That, yeah. That's my takeaway. Oh, my God. Oh, the knee rockets was perfect. Anyway, let's go on to, like, our... Let's... <clears throat> oh, we, we've wait gone... a minute. Before we, move, before we move on, I want to introduce yeah, a, new, a new segment that comes at the end of our review for each episode. This is um, my big brother Dave's text review. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah, I love these. So, that was insane. Boba fucking fat. My head is melted. So I give him thumbs up. Follows nice. it up with stupidly good. Before he got armoured up, he was insane with that staff. And then he appeared in his armour. Els bells. That was nuts. I bet Kev was spraying spunk round his lounge like a broken fire hydrant. Spraying <laughs> spunk. <laughs> what was that? Hell's bells? I like that. That is exactly, exactly what happened. Pew, pew, uh, pew, is that why you were late for the podcast? You cleaning up your apartment? Mate, it's still filthy, mate. It's still filthy. It's still just filthy. no out, mate. Every bodily fluid came out of me at that point, mate. You all you just try to wipe everything off with your tracky just... bottoms before you put them back on. Oh, they're fucking still clean, mate. Still fucking going nowhere. <laughs> oh, mate. He was right, though, mate. What a fucking... <laughs> oh, what an episode. Really nice, nice. Um... It wasn't a spice stream. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a spice dream. That was a nice little. I like that. I like that as well. That's a cool mention. Jamie, anything in news that we want? To uh, we have three things. Three uh, three things we want to talk about real quick. First, um, the filming for Hugh McGregor series, not in Boston, Massachusetts, but in Boston, England, fucking Chris and Kez's backyard. Oh yeah, where the tea wasn't thrown in the yard in the <laughs> bay. No, apparently there was some confusion in the Twitter, which. I don't know how that could ever possibly happen. People on social media misconstruing items and things and facts. <laughs> but you're like, "Whole oh, fuck, he's going to be in Boston. I can take a look outside my door yard. You like, get freaking Steve, Steve, Steve Keogh to Monday, freaking looking out his back door, seeing you and McGregor walk down the road. Even though you McGregor is technically a U.S. citizen now, he does reside in L.A. and not Boston. Uh, also, uh, filming for Cassian. Andor starts this week, which is pretty dope. That's exciting. Yes. I'm hoping that maybe Woo-hoo. comes out next Christmas. Probably next year, though, 2021. I saw some set pictures. Excuse me. I saw some set pictures. It looks good. Oh. I'm not sure. spoiling anything. I just... Spoiling it. Kev, they have set... They have a what? set. Yeah, they have it's a set. Digital. Oh, my God. I'm it's sorry. Guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> every day, more, more set pictures every day. I tell you what is going to be a spoiler when they fucking publish a moldy crow image and be like, oh, did Jonathan oh. ship? 
Speaking of it, I watched crow shit. <laughs> I watched. Um, next, I watched. Uh, so next wait, 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 wait. Speaking of every day, I watched Jingle Jangle, which is every- the Netflix Christmas musical show, and it's got Forrest Whitaker in it. And I'm watching it with my family the entire time. I'm thinking, say every day, just say it, just <laughs> fucking say it. Sorry. Honestly, after seeing him in Rogue One, I can't see him in anything else. Do you guys have this problem? I can't, like, I don't know what it is. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> he should be wearing a suit, laboring his breathing and everything, and it's just like, oh, God. In everything. Just walking around <laughs> with that breathing mask. His chest bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Are you here to kill me? <laughs> It's that Jingle Jangle. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's, it's like a fucking. Christmas. It's a sleeper. <laughs> imagine it. It's like fucking. <laughs> the whole From time I'm there, thinking of it. A... Honestly, I'm what also color? thinking of you, Chris Hall. What color? Making the impressions. <laughs> but anyway, back to the news. Go ahead. Back to the news. Um, just real quick, Rosario Dawson on playing Ahsoka because. Don't forget, this just happened last week as well. Um, speaking to uh, StarWars.com about taking on her role of her fan-favorite character, we picked this up from Fanthatrax, our friends over at Fanthatrax. Oh, we love that. Uh, also, also, great stakes, Bantha stakes. Um, part of the quote, she really, Ahsoka, has pushed herself and evolved in a way that I think her heroine story is one that is not easy to find in other spaces. It's really cool to see her still out there on quests and having things teased about that world still being very much alive, which <clears throat> I think kind of, kind of, kind of describes what Filoni and Favreau are doing here. Like this, still, yes, the Empire is gone, quote unquote, space quotes at this point. Before you know, between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, but there's still so much story to be written in that 18, 20 years between Return of the Jedi and the Force Awakens, and. I think we're going to see a lot more of these um, heroes and heroines kind of pop up. So she, it's cool seeing Rosario Dawson really embracing like a fan, a super recent fan favorite character like Ahsoka. Um, it's seeing seeing the actor have so much passion about the character just makes me very happy to see. I feel like I it's feel like, like you're bringing it, this up because it's it's like referring to Thrawn. Is that is that what well, yeah. I mean, once they <laughs> announce, you know, Lars Mikkelsen, who's going to be taking on his role. Actually, someone did like a, a, a some image and posted Jimmy, it on gosh. on Instagram. I I didn't I didn't really like it. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah, I don't. Know. <laughs> it's like my perfect thing. Like I can't. You can't. I have my head cannon. This would this wouldn't really like if they don't do it correctly, which I don't doubt that they wouldn't. Would make me very sad. Honestly, the, the words she says, it's like the entire time you're like. Yeah, she's promoting future stories, a.k.a. what? Grand Admiral. Sure. Does, oh. does this mean... Uh, do you know what I'm waiting for? A Moldy Crow spinoff. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. they need to have a spinoff of the mechanic that builds her, the mechanic that test pilot that flies her, and no, we're not going to do it. So other news... I just want Pierce other Brosnan news. in Star Wars. Anybody? No. Anybody else? No. Mate, no. yes, absolutely. I'm with you. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Fuck. No. Come on, don't. Stop taunting him. He's going to get his books out and start quoting. Uh, I will. Let him get on with the news. 
I will find the perfect character art for Pierce Brosnan, and it's definitely a musician character from Solo 2. So moving on to High Republic book art. Ooh, uh, High Republic. Some, oh. Yeah, yeah. Revealing cover. It's the new Wait. the new cover of The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. Uh, it looks it does look really, really fucking cool. It looks like uh, it's three Jedi versus three uh, they're calling it the Nile <clears throat> three Nihilist characters or Nile characters. And the robes that these je- three Jedi are wearing are very like tabard style medieval game of thrones but sci-fi beautiful there's a cross guard lightsaber that's blue but the hilts on the cross guard aren't lightsabers it's an actual part of like the um like beskar yeah right no it's actually part of the lightsaber itself the lightsaber like physical lightsaber not the blade um beskar <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't like, say it without being like. like <laughs> that, how badass would a Beskar lightsaber be? The armor like, was my father's. Now it's mine. My father's? I'd like to see Ray and fucking Kylo Ren pull apart a Beskar lightsaber. That shit ain't happening. Let's nope. put down our weapons. Have a chat. A chat. A tea. It's a biscuit. Sorry, Jimmy. Tell me about the fucking cross guard saber. There's a purple lightsaber on the cover. Purple lightsabers. When are we going to see another purple lightsaber, Ed? Mace Windu. That's it? 300 years later? (laughs) Is it just Mace Windu with the second purple lightsaber? Motherfucker. I don't know. I'm pretty excited for it. That gets released this January um, early 2021, and I'm excited to read all that shit when it comes out. So that's pretty much it for the news, boys. We get two emails. Yes, we do. We get to those right now. Uh, we're gonna when, start. Sorry, sorry. When do them books come out? Early twenty twenty one. January, isn't it, Jimmy? Isn't it January? January. Yes. I meant to tell you this before we started, lads. I'll be taking an extended break uh, at the end of January um, until <laughs> to take care of your to... kids and family. Yeah. <laughs> crisis because you're going to have the Chris, Chris, you're not leaving me alone here. You're not leaving me alone. You're not going nowhere. We'll get through it together, Kev. Kev, we'll get through it together. We we could do it. We could do it. You know, I've never seen such resistance. Just reading the book. It's the resistance. Of my explanation. (laughs) Oh, God. Hey, did you guys hear about that scruffy-looking podcast episode that went for four hours talking about the first three chapters? It was just Jimmy Dice talking about the High Republic. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, how about the motor crows? (laughs) Ed had time to drive down, unplug Jimmy's computer, then drive back to his house to shut the recording off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we got two emails, technically three emails this week, but two emails from two guys. Three emails from two guys heard. Uh, the first one from our buddy Mark Griffiths. Hey, Griffiths. What, what, what's, his, what's his nickname? Mark Griffo. Griffiths. Griffo. 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 Is he? Oh, Griffo. He sent stuff in before, dude, doesn't he? I know, Actually, but like, I don't think yeah, we've been... known him as Griffo. I like that. I, yeah, like, he sets you, you should call him. him uh, why don't you call him Zepho after uh, that planet <laughs> in the game that you don't play? Oh, that's true. Yeah. What game's that, Jimmy? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> what game's that? Fallen Odor. Fallen Odor. Odor. Fallen Odor. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to call him uh, Moldy Griffo. Griffo. <laughs> Moldy Griffo. 
<laughs> Moldy Mando. All right, uh, so, that all right yeah. here it is. And quote. <clears throat> Hi, guys. Just listened to episode 143. I have a question for you, gents. Who pays for Mando's petrol? If he keeps running Grogu around, <laughs> he'll rack up those Tesco club card points. Stay scruffy. Mock. First off, what the hell is Tesco Club Car? Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck that is. Fucking <laughs> 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 brilliant. Fucking hell. What is it? What is it? <clears throat> Rewards key, mate. We got Sitco? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just pound for points, mate. That's I mean, that is, is a mate. Good question. that is a good question. Who does pay for this dude's game? No fucking hell, mate. No one now, is it? It's our kid gone. It's out of there. You gotta think he probably had enough to get back to Navarro <laughs> and Carl Weathers. Be like, man, I just won this boxing match. I can hook you up, fix your shit, fill your tank. I bet he's got some good vouchers there. Pounds for points. I bet he has, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, points. he's probably got some on Cal uh, Calamari Flan stash somewhere. Jimmy, what, what would what what would that what would happen over here if a company had a slogan "Pounds for Points"? I guess it all depends on your point of view. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, pounds for points. All right. I like that. So, so really, who is paying for his petrol? I don't know. I think I think Reed Carger definitely hooked him up for this latest batch of adventures, which no, poor no, no, investment. No, 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 no. He's always got his own money, hasn't he? He's Mando? got his own money. He's got loads of money. He keeps dishing it out. Like That's barely enough to cover fuel these days. Dude. He's got fucking be- full suit of Beskar armor. He's got he's rich. As, yeah. He's filthy. Yeah, let me just rip he's off a pauldron fucking... and fill my tank this week. He's filthy rich. He's filthy rich. He's not filthy. Yeah. Rich. He's okay. got so much calamari flan, whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't even blink an eye. Did he had that iPad with that? Yeah, yeah he's just like beep beep. No. Yeah, fuck yeah, I don't care. I'm Fireballs from his eyes and lightning bolts from his arse. All right, thank you for the email, Mark. Appreciate it. Mando's Griffo. Our second and third emails come from uh, Tim Shabbat. And I know he's the uh, co-host with uh, Todd Regalinski over at Free Range Idiocy. Ooh, nice. Uh, I it on with him a few times. Well so <clears throat> his email. Greetings, lads. Thanks for the great content. Enjoyed episode 143 and hearing your reactions to the Ahsoka episode, especially at the mention of the Grand Admiral. I'm a big fan of the Thrawn trilogy, so I was equally caught off guard but excited by the Thrawn mention. I, too, am hoping for a non-Brosnan to play the role. <laughs> Funny, smiley emoticon. I also like the fan theory that Chris relayed towards the end of the episode from one of your friends about season two, where it ends with Luke connecting with Grogu. Mm. Great theory. Really like it. I wanted to get the group's thoughts on a theory I have that would complement the Luke idea or be totally different. <clears throat> Here's my thought. He sent this email before last week's episode. FYI. Season 2 ends on a cliffhanger. A cliffhanger? A cliffhanger with Mando and Grogu separated. Not by Gideon, as it will seem that Mando escapes or defeats what Gideon throws at him. But instead, we have Boba Fett ambush Mando and claim the asset on behalf of Gideon. <laughs> False. No, 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 no. False. Good. We find out that Fett has been tracking him across the events of Season 2 as Gideon's plan B. The kicker. Fett takes Mando's armor as well, mirroring Chapter 9 when Mando took Fett's armor. And we leave our hero separated from the child and with, without what has made him who he is heading into Season 3, where I believe... 
Jimmy Dice's Magnificent Seven materializes to reclaim Grogu from Gideon. Thoughts? What's your magnific- Thanks again for a great episode. What's your Magnificent Seven? Well, my mag- not actually seven people, but like um, <laughs> man, at the last week, as of last week, Mando gets Ahsoka, Cara Dune, oh, uh, yeah, Karga, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Agreed. The bull, the bully and barber, who was the mechanic dude that he froze in the first episode. Anyways, so that was his thoughts. That was pre-episode. I, I do, I do feel like, I do feel like it, it would benefit the show if they went with an angle where Mando loses his armor and stuff, and he has to deal with life without it. Now you're, now you're talking like oh. Batman: Dark Knight Rises kind of shit. Amen, you know brother. This, like are you guys in agreement with me? He's back right? together again. Would you like to see that character development? No. No. What? <laughs> back to things. I'm leaving. He loses his armor, but he wants it back, and he has to deal with some life issues while without it. And then he what ends kind up of show getting it back. Me? Come on. No. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, Fucking so drama, you, dude. Here's Here's the <laughs> I'm That's what everyone series is for. Come on, Chris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're gonna get a lot of self, and we have that with Star Trek Discovery with that as well. Because no, dude, Michael Obi Wan's gonna be Hoover in his the episode hut the whole time. Yeah, he's got that else to do. Hasn't no, 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 no. You, Chris, you're right. You're right. Mandalorian gives us enough character development without having to overburden us with too much character development. Like, like losing anymore. his armor, he can lose his armor. Come on. <laughs> It's unnecessary. He's a it's, badass. We're I would love to see, see him without his helmet. Didn't, maybe not this season. Yeah, but it, it needs to do that as his own accord. Wait, 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 wait. Did it not tickle time. your loins when you saw Boba without his armor? Fucking yeah, kicking people's asses. No, at the time I thought it was Commander Rex. So whatever. <laughs> when when he's kicking ass without his armor, huge character development. Let's see Mando do it. Come on. Even with I, I, okay, I I'll give him the best scars. Pike, give him that. Fine. I mean, I, I, you know what? It would be cool to see a Gideon Mando showdown, uh, a la Prince of Dorne, the Mountain. Yes, yes. Without the yes, face crushing. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. So, Mando, so that was, so that was no armor with the Pike versus Gideon and Dark Saber. Boom. So that was part one of Tim's email. Um, oh. So seeing how <laughs> things turned out, you followed up with, "Well, lads." Just watched chapter 14, and my theory ended up like the Razor Crest. Completely <laughs> obliterated. <laughs> However, Boba Fett as honor-bound warrior badass was much better than anything that I came up with. Smiley Winky Emoticon. Thanks for indulging a fan, Tim. Tim, thanks for the emails, dude. I appreciate it. That was really funny. The before and immediate after. is like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Make sure um, you read this with this one. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, very cool. No, thanks for sending that in. Yeah, yes, I, I think having Fennec Shan, fucking Boba, Mando, uh, Bill Burr, Kara, maybe Grief no, Karga, that's going to be, I don't know. Maybe Kara Dune only like, gives him the codes and like lets him go do his thing. And yeah, it's Fennec, hopefully. Boba, Mayfeld. And Dijon, which most, it Mayfeld. What I, would I call him? I don't know. I don't know. Bill Burr. Whatever. Yeah. Mayfeld. I think all you need is Mayfeld, Boba, Fennec. Done. And Mando. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you do need Mando. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of useless. I mean, he spent, 
He spent half the battle fucking passed out on the ground because he kept running into the force field. Uh, yeah. He... And then that guitar riff. Real quick, though, when she, like, kicked kick the big boulder down the hill a la Swiss, Robinson, Swiss Family Robinson oh, style. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was really cool. Uh, so, guys, anything else you want to throw in? No. No, nope. I'm good. Pack All your right, things. Pack it. We're leaving. So, folks, you can follow us on Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, and Instagram. We are the Scruffy-looking podcasters. Send us an email, scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. We have a Public site. Um, links will be in the description of our episode posted on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Leave us some reviews on iTunes. Good to hear from you always. Stay safe out there. Stay weird. Okay, sure. I don't want your share. I want my share. Stay safe. <laughs> and as they would say in New Zealand, Chris, do it. Wash your knobs. <laughs> this party's over. <laughs>